Let's go again! What are your superpowers again? I've got an 18-inch Kong here. Think, Mark! This is not facts. I'm, I'm stating facts just because it's my opinion. And my opinion is facts. I'm not a big fan of nudity in television and movies. Most of the time it's just for... They're like, I had a blast, and I'm having a great time. I'm glad they did, but the only thing I had a blast in was in my pants when the credits rolled and it was over. And his name is John C. Oh, da-da-da-da, like this in the background. Do I want... No! No! Don't shut me up! Oh, good for you! Listening to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. Yo, everyone, you're listening to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. Joining me for this episode is Kuya. Hey, we're finally complete again. Nice. Pinhead. I just want to give a real quick factoid, a fun fact. In 1987, a man suspected of armed robbery ran into a theater to <laughs> evade police. When the when the guy got so engrossed into the film, he didn't notice that the police were quietly exiting the people out of the theater. <laughs> after the theater, after the movie was over, he was arrested. The movie was RoboCop. Yeah, nice. wow, that's a true story. Too. That is that a true story. Happy in 1987. Wow. And of course, sequestered jester is dressed like that man tonight. <laughs> <laughs> wow well i mean he may not be wrong i don't know how that guy dressed <laughs> well, yeah, I know, immediately, I was... immediately i was just thinking he was evading the cops so he must have had a mask or something yeah if he looked like he was skiing definitely looked like me <laughs> all right wow welcome back dude again. welcome back thank you thank, you, thank you it's another reunion yeah yeah so a lot has happened in the last few weeks um we got the last of us episode three uh, long, long time. An hour and 15 minutes. This is what I like about HBO and HBO Max. Uh, they will not skimp on uh, runtime. If it works for the story, if they want to tell a longer story, so be it. They're not going to, oh, it's got to be under 59 minutes or 50, 40, 42 minutes. An hour and 15 minutes. And of course, we're not getting any commercials whatsoever. So, uh, and the, the title is appropriate because this episode was a long, long time. I'll tell you. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, over, uh, over a span of 20 years um, with, the, with the story. So when a stranger approaches his compound, survivalist Bill forges an unlikely connection. Later, Joel and Ellie seek Bill's guidance. And of course, I've already heard from many people who have played the game that this is the episode that took the most drastic uh the deviated the most from the from the video game so and i gotta say it's kind of nice not to be so like ingrained into the game story because i can't even remember as much I, I don't think i may have not even gotten that far um because it's been a long time so i'm just focused on the show i'm not focused on oh that's not you know it's not what happened or you know all these things so it's kind of nice just to sit and watch the show um we also have, of course, Nick Offerman, who's, who's, uh, who plays Bill, and Murray Bartlett, who plays Frank. Uh, I honestly thought it was a fantastic episode. Uh, and just Nick Offerman's performance, I mean, both their performances were fantastic. 
but seeing Nick Offerman as Bill and his progression from being a, a loner survivalist and just, you know, I, I do like the, that he was basically a handy, uh, all around handyman. He knew what, uh, knew what to do, when to do it. Um, and he was even shopping. I thought it was funny. He was, he had a wine store. He had a boutique. He had, he had access to the Home Depot, which I, which I thought was funny. Um, just shopping. And then, um, before you know it, of course, Frank shows up. So yeah, I really enjoyed the episode and I was just, uh, it was pr pretty damn sad, <laughs> pretty damn sad of a, of a story and, and what happens in it. Um, of course, it's interesting to see all the reactions uh, from Sunday night and the rest of the week uh, from the episode. It's fascinating to see <laughs> a lot of people who have never played the game and I don't know, maybe, or maybe uh, homophobic and then sat down to watch that episode and then they're taken by surprise. But then what's interesting is that they end up watching the whole episode and whether or not that changes, you know, uh, the, their perspective or their, their mind or their opinion of something. I mean, all around, I, I thought it was a fantastically written story. And I did watch the behind the scenes clip at the very end and the preview for the next episode. Um, and what was the name? Neil Druckmann was saying that they took the, if it, for him, he was saying that if it elevates the story or it takes, that makes the story better, then they will, uh, they will basically deviate from the game story and tell, you know, to tell this story. So to me, it made sense. Uh, what did you guys think about this episode, Jester? Well, I mean, <laughs> you already know what I think about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um well i didn't like that it took so so far of a detour from the game uh i liked uh bill nick offerman was fantastic i thought he was perfect casting for bill in the first place um frank i i really like that actor because he was in uh i was introduced to him in oh my gosh what's that show white called? lotus yeah white lotus thank you yeah he played the uh the hotel manager, dude, cracked me up. Which really quickly, side comment, because you told me that he was in the White Lotus. I never finished that first episode, but within the last week, I started it again. And then okay. I, binged, I binged the first season. I'm done. Now I'm in season two. Not, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. But the White Lotus, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it later, but yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, no. So I, I don't know. Like, if those of you who played the game, I'm not going to, like, describe everything to you. But, um. There was parts in the uh, flashback scene where I thought the flashback was going to end and, <laughs> and or Fred was going to die or they were going to change it and have Bill die. And then like I was, I was ready for those. I was like, okay, you know what? That's okay. This is a decent change. I can see this coming. All good. But then, you know, spoiler alert, they both clapped themselves. I was like, okay. I mean... I guess I get it, but then I get no interaction between Ellie and Bill, and then that kind of made me butt hurt. And then it kind of made sense to, or it didn't really make sense for like an hour. I'd say probably an hour of screen time to happen between those those two characters, and then nothing to come out after that. It was just like, okay, I get it. It was a nice side story, but then I felt like when uh, Joel and Ellie showed up at the house, he could explain that in like maybe 30 seconds. 
Now, if Bill was still alive or Fred was still alive and one of them was gone, then those characters interacted. I may see some things make sense. But I don't know. For me, I felt like it was a waste of time. And I know I'm going to get so much heat for that because I understand if, you, if I don't like this episode, then I'm automatically a hater and like whatever. At least what I've seen on the Internet. But yeah, yeah you're so I don't know. I just a homophobe. I thought it was a waste of time. Exactly. Just because I didn't like how they changed the story from the game. That's it. It's ridiculous. I'm a, I'm a homophobe because of that. Um, like I like I got it. Like Frank, but those two were gay in the game. I totally understood that. Exactly. I got that, I got right. that from the get-go. Made total sense. Um, in in my head, I always thought that they were together before the the outbreak uh and then i laughed because i told my wife i was like man he got extremely lucky that he found frank in that hole you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> so just like my brother bill you lucked out bro you found him in the hole um but yeah i don't know it's just too much of a detour and this and the backstory took too long for them just to die at the end and then yeah i watched i watched the end where they described how like I'm sorry, the special features at the end where they described how like, oh, we changed the story for this, this and that. And I was like, I understand. But I'm also looking at it like from somebody that's never played the game. It just seemed, I mean, because I mean, we're all going to have different opinions, but at least how I view it, like how, how does that story push further the rest of the story? It makes no sense to me. So I was like, okay, character's dead. He knew Joel, they get his truck. Like, that's why Bill was there. That's why that whole backstory was there. So he get the truck. But I don't know. I can, I can poke. I mean, I talked about it a lot with Mike at work already. Just so much things that like some things could have been changed. Like him standing out in the middle of the street, shooting his rifle. I was like, what in the world? Like, Bill, wouldn't you know better to like, at least get behind cover and aim. That's why you got shot. I don't know. Just things like that. I was just like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. I don't really like how they changed this whatever you know i thought it would have been more dramatic if the scene where the raiders attack his house if bill was injured and then frank died and then bill somehow survived that and then we meet bill later and they get some bill ellie uh, dialogue and they meet joel i thought that would i thought that would have been way more traumatic for the character um than how it ended so i don't know that's just how I, 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 I would agree with that, too, especially considering it would have made Bill a lot more hardened considering he you will know he was in love. If that if he would have got shot and he would have survived and Frank died, mm-hmm. that would have had way more heft than the end of a Shakespearean suicide. Right. I know what they were trying to do, but yeah. I that makes that would have made a lot more sense. I just at the end of that episode, I felt ripped off. Like I was hoping for something better, you know what I mean? Something, not only something better, but something where at least it was, we got to see Bill and Ellie together. That's what I was hoping for. You know, I mean, with Nick Offerman, I think he's fantastic, especially with, he reminded me, those two would remind me of, was it Ron Swanson? And then I forget her name, but Aubrey Plaza in... Uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, hoping for that kind of like dynamic, at least a little bit, you know. Because I know, 
I'm thinking about it now. That's why I'm laughing. I'm thinking about Ellie and him yeah. having that kind you're, of. <laughs> you're you're you're, uh, you're looking for that. Don't touch anything. Yeah. Like hey, yeah. what did yeah. I tell you? Don't touch anything. Just the I got it. I got it. I got it. So I don't know. That's that's my opinion of the of the episode. Like, it, I could have taken it and I could have left it. Like it's whatever. I, the first two episodes I thought were much more impactful, much more story drive, driving for the rest of the story. So this one just kind of I kind of felt like ripped off. But that's just as far my as moving, view. and I know I'm gonna get massive heat for that. As far as moving the story forward, um, now that you mention it, what uh, what I thought of was um it was uh the letter that he wrote for maybe joel perhaps uh yeah because it was for joel i mean yeah it, and then he when, the he mentions, when he mentions tests to protect tests mm -hmm. i thought that was what um it kind of and then knowing what happened in the previous episode because they lost tests mm -hmm. so it kind of drove it home even more and then he uh what did bill say save one save one person and then now, uh, yeah, of course, he it's too late for Tess. He couldn't do it, but he made a promise to Tess to now uh, sa uh, save Ellie. So I thought that was um, the back. But then again, remember the meme, uh, the writers at uh, the writers said, Joel and Ellie needs a car. Let's write a love story. <laughs> right. right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I get it. I get what they were going for. It just. Yeah, yeah wasn't for me i guess because i i thought there's there were so many like right turns they could have made in the middle of that backstory where i would have been like mm -hmm. oh this would have been a good exit oh this would have been a good exit and then they just they went to the exit they went with and i was like okay i, I wouldn't have done that but all right whatever right and then i did watch it a second time i was showing it to the wife uh she thought it was okay but i noticed some other stuff this time the um the sickness that frank has cancer Cancer or is it AIDS? I thought it was AIDS too. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was cancer because they, that's what they said in the in the the, the 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 whatever at the end of the thing. Okay, okay. And they're talking about cancer, whatever. Yeah, okay. but then I was thinking to my to myself like what what he was thinking was a was a drug cocktail, which is for AIDS. Right. Because so, when, when so they, I'm, I'm kind of I was a little confused about that, but then I was like, yeah, it's, you know, he's sick, he's dying. There you uh, go. In the show, was it Bill that mentioned like they didn't have a cure for this even before the Frank the the outbreak or Frank? Yeah, so they he said they didn't have a cure. When yeah. I, was I thought it was I, to be well, honest with you, I thought I thought it was ALS, just because he was having so a hard I. time. I thought it was ALS thought, because he was having was having like, a hard time with the motor functions and stuff. That's like definitely that. possible okay. too. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I so really it, thought it was ALS too. That was the one that right off the bat I was like, he's got ALS. Maybe it is ALS now that you guys mention it because. When he was in the wheelchair, he, when, yeah, Bill, wheelchair. when Bill wheels Frank in, Julie thought that he had a stroke because the way his hand was okay. perched. Yeah, because he was like this. Right. But then yeah. I was thinking, like, uh, maybe. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. But seeing it, seeing that's the only episode that I've seen a second time. The first and mm -hmm. the first and the second episode I, I haven't really seen again. Um, but I, I noticed a few more things. But yeah. Uh anyone else? What, what do you guys think? Uh Kuya? Um, to me, I really like I like the episode. I like I I was say, saying in the in the chat, like you know, I said it was like the best love story I've seen in in, a, in quite a while. So like, it, it's kind of nice to see the humanness in in Bill because like he was a, he was a fucking prick in the game. Oh yeah, 
he was like like he like he like being a prick actually is is even like a like a an easy term to say. He was like a complete asshole. He was a Joel. <laughs> so you know, like I I did miss that interaction between uh, Bill and and you know and Ellie. Um, that that was nice, but I think the story was it, it's it, it comes to parallel with. Uh, with with Joel and 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 with uh, with Bill because of the fact that they're both alphas, like you know they're they're both like you know they're both killers. They're both like you know they want to be alone for forever, up until they found somebody, because the, because uh, Joel found um, Tess and then he he found Ellie, and then you know Bill found Frank and then they they had some some reason to protect now. So they became instead of became they be you know instead of them being uh, killers instead of being them being like you know jerks or whatever they ended up being protectors. So it, I I can understand like where you know like there, there's some flack about the the story being too drawn out and all that stuff. They they chose the 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 Mickey Mouse uh, ending where you know you know like you you know you go we go type of thing. You know, I understand that because again, uh, Bill explained it at the very end. He's like, "I lived the life. I, I lived the complete life already. So what, what's my, what's the point of me living if it's not with you?" And I'm like, "Okay, I understand. He's he's in love with with Frank. It it would have been nice, like like you guys said, if there was like some like, you know, but some somehow some way, he survived like a month by himself." So that you know that regret, that angst, that anger, like why the fuck, you know, why the fuck am I, you know, still alive and Frank is dead and all that stuff and blah 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 blah. And then when when he comes in, he, he'll he'll be snarkier than ever, even to Joel, even to like, you know whatever. And who, who the fuck is this girl? Where's Tess? Blah blah blah. blah. You know all 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 the all this stuff. And then like the interactions between uh, Bill and, and Ellie would have been cool. But you know they they went they went with this one. It, it's more of the on the romantic side of things. I guess Druckmann fucking read uh, Shakespeare or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he did. But like, it, it, you know, it's a change that the 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 people decided to make the change, and you know, the, it was acted very well. So, um, yeah. The only issue that I had was that uh, Jester was right. Fucking, why would you be outside? In the middle of the fucking road, with with a goddamn rifle, and there's no there's no there's no place for you to like you know like you know cover to look for high for cover, especially during heavy rain. Like yeah, yeah. Your shot your shot sequence is not gonna be as good in the heavy rain. Like you're not gonna like. Yeah, I'm you know I'm not I'm not a, I'm not like the best shooter in the world, but I I can understand that you know you need some sort of cover. Yeah. But, <laughs> so it, it's cool, like the little nods, the little homages. The fact that like Frank knew that Bill was gay at the very beginning was awesome, just because of the fact that, you know, like for for dinner, that he made like stewed rabbit with like, and he 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 used the uh the, that vintage wine for 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 the wine, and then they sang Linda Ronstadt and all that stuff. Yeah. So you know, like he, like they kind of knew and all that stuff. It, like the the story of him falling in love with Frank, that that was cool. And like it, it humanized him for me, because when when I played the game, I I, I hated the character. 
because he was such a he was such a, he was such a jerk to to you know he, he he wanted to help out, but he didn't. He's like you know, it's over there by the school. And fucking go go find the goddamn battery, whatever, whatever. Fuck you guys. You know, get you know get away from me. You know, get you know get out of my town, type of shit. Like, but th- this one, it, it 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 you know Nick Offerman just like I was like wow. This fucker is gonna win an Emmy or something <laughs> just for this role. I, I'm like, I'm all for it. So, yeah, kudos to him and um, uh, the guy that played Frank. He, the, both of them were great. And yeah, like, yeah, I, I was expecting more death I, in that sense. But, but like you know, I guess the the, the romantic death is better than a, a hero's death or something. I don't know. Uh, Pinhead, I understand uh, <laughs> you're not fond of this show at all, but like I, I wanted to hear your take on this uh, episode. I think I hated this episode a little bit less than the others, but I still hated mm. this episode. I I must have been watching something different because, quite frankly, I thought Nick Offerman was cringe. He was horrid in this episode. I thought was he was he? complete. I thought he was completely miscast. I thought it was garbage. There was. I like the guy who plays Frank. I've ne- I didn't see the White Lotus, so I don't know shit about him until now. But I thought he was good. Nick, uh, Neil Cuckman is not intelligent enough or talented enough to pull off a Shakespearean ending. So he shouldn't even have tried. You're not good enough, dude. You weren't good enough at writing the games. And this is including The Last of Us Part 1. Because I'm in the minority of thinking that that game is extremely overrated. It's not just about The Last of Us Part Two. I think that the first game is extremely overrated. So I'm even taking myself out of it from the game's perspective because I don't care. I could give fuck all about the game. You want to make changes, that's fine. But actually have some talent behind it and actually do some coherent thinking behind the changes you are making. And Cuckman didn't do it. I thought this episode was absolutely cringe. And not because it was too gay, guys. I, 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 I watched the L Word, and I love that show. So I don't want to hear about the, <laughs> they're, they're gay. I don't care, and they're gay in the game, and they're gay in the game. Oh, okay, dude. I don't care about all that. <laughs> I think the act, Nick Offerman's acting was absolutely cringe. It was horrid. And I'm sorry, and I didn't even watch as much Park and Recreations as a lot of people have. All I could see was his character in Parks and Recreations trying, being a tryhard at being a serious thespian. The more I think about it, I actually did hate this episode. I I, I literally wanted to bang my head up against the wall. And and the hardest part about this is it's going to get more than the three strikes because now I'm in here, especially with episode four coming, and we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. This show gives off season 11 Walking Dead vibes. It's too much, especially with episode four. This show is giving off way too many Fear of the Walking Dead and season 11 Walking Dead vibes. And I'm tired of it because at the end of the day, and I don't care. I don't care. They're fun. Like I said last time, they're fungi zombies. They're still fucking zombies. And I'm over the zombie shit. I've just had enough of it. It's worn thin on my patience, and this show's not showing any. It's not reinventing the wheel. Oh, well, good for you. You made them toe fungus zombies. Good for you. 
it's still fucking zombies and you're not reinventing anything. You're not doing what Shaun of the Dead did. You're not doing what the first Zombieland did. You're not doing what George Romero did when he re-established the zombie. You're not doing what 28 Days Later did. Fuck, you're not doing what the original first three seasons of The Walking Dead did. It's just old hat at this point, and I'm fucking sick of it. I hated this episode. And no, not because it was too... No, I know. Happy so, go lucky guys, okay? You don't, I don't like care. rabbit meat. I wouldn't mind. care. I wouldn't. I would. I, I, as a matter of fact, if this was a heterosexual couple, I would have fucking hated this episode even more. Well, I gotta say yeah. one thing though. I did laugh really hard. Like, so do you remember when Frank's sitting in the bed, like yeah. waiting for Nick Alfred? Dude, I laughed so hard. I was like, bro, Oh, Nick, you're going to get lost in that chest hair. Holy crap, dude. That guy has some serious chest I'm like, hair. You're, you're, you're definitely, exactly, you're definitely I, the definition of a bear, buddy. I'm sorry, but no, I, you're I, I was looking, like, my, uh, my wife and I were watching it, and I was, and, like, as soon as, as soon as uh, she saw it, and then she just looked at me and stared at me, and she was like, I like your chest hair better. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no way, dude. I can't get I can't even get chest hair like 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 Fred, bro. Dude, no, the, ain't no way, dude. That's a weak chest hair, bro. I can't I the, can't even. <laughs> and the thing and the thing that sent me over the top of hating this episode, the Linda Ross that I can't stand her music. I fucking oh. hate it. I, <laughs> I knew it. I knew I it. it. I knew, that's, I knew what, she was... that's what nailed the coffin. I was gonna give you a pass, but you had to keep hammering that shit home. I fucking hate three it. times you got yes, right three times. I was like, yeah. and, and they had the indie it. episodes with it, and they had yeah. the indie episode. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I was gonna give you a pass, but I fucking hate you, Neil Druckmann. This this episode sucks. He's like, this song goes out to Pinhead. Yeah, oh, I know. Dude. I was about ready to kick the TV. I was like, all right, enough's enough. <laughs> I it's I like highway to the danger zone like 20 times in top gun dude it's like <laughs> we we got it we got it exactly song. i was like i, I got the point it, it, it could have been it could have been worse it could have been like fucking delilah like talking about like <laughs> oh, uh, please. Please. Uh, but i thought it was i thought it was hilarious that, that frank was saying like uh, we're gonna have friends and bill's like we don't have friends we don't have friends and then, and then frank was like I'm talking to a nice woman on the radio and it just turns to Bill. He's like, you what? And then yeah. quick, it's a quick cut. And then they're already having, they're already having a, a meal. Like a, like a little lunch, lunch party. And yeah. he's got his fucking handgun right there in front of, uh, in front of Joel. <laughs> no, it, it was funny because like they, they, they both reacted the same. And he's in the, they were, they were both alphas. Right. So the, right, the, the, right. the two girls left. Right, and, right, right. I'm, I'm serious. Like, they're the, the two, the two girls, right? They're the homemakers. Yeah. So, like, oh, let's go. You know, let's go inside the house. And, and then, well, like, Joel's just like talking about. So you're a survivalist, or you're you're a whatever. You're a prepper. I'm a survivalist. Survivalist, yeah. And then, like, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. And then, like, Joel just said, like, you know, you know what? You need to take that fucking gun off of my, you know, out of my face. And then he just ate. And I was just like, that is so Joel. Yeah. <laughs> That I, I did like. That, that I was like, okay, that's a nice touch. I like that. But yeah. like every time I watch this show now, I'm just like, can we just get to the fucking Mandalorian already? Because I've had <laughs> enough of this shit. I've the had Mandalorian this and, and hey, uh, teammates. Based, based on last night, I want to see fucking uh, Mario Kart. Uh, HBO oh, versus Mario Kart. Yeah. yeah, he did host. SNL. Oh my god, there's that was some, so fun. There are some pretty funny skits in there. Right, 
It's a me, Mario. Well, for me, it was <laughs> it was that girl cutting the steak, bro, and he couldn't keep it together. I, I was laughing so hard at that scene, bro, when she's like cutting the steak and the whole table's freaking shaking, and he's trying to like say his lines and he can't. He's freaking laughing. Did you see the one where he wakes up at the hospital? Uh, I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> that one I thought was pretty funny. That was the one. Okay, that was pretty funny. One. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how Alpha Bill is though in that scene because. Um, if he's an alpha, he wouldn't have had that uh, allowed that meal to happen in the first place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? It just reminds me of, of certain couples when, you know, one is like, we're getting a dog. And then the other's like, no, we're not. And then the next thing you know, you got a dog. Yeah. This is a perfect analogy for that. Okay. Like in, in my family, right. In, in our marriage, in my marriage, I, I wear the goddamn pants in the family. Right, yeah. but you she's know what? She's letting you. No, no, no. But right but now. but you know what? But you know what? No, but you know what? My wife tells me which pants to wear. There's a gun right at, at the back of Queer's head right now. If no, I'm serious. I wear the pants in the family, but but you know what? She tells me which pants to wear. God damn it! I, I wear the pants in the family. Period. What was that in the, my big fat Greek wedding? The mom said the the father may be the head of the family, mm-hmm. but the mother is the neck, and the neck. Yep makes the head turn <laughs> wherever she wants to. <laughs> that's true. That's, like, that's absolutely true. Yeah. No, but yeah, like, you know, Nick, you know, like uh, Bill would be like the alpha in, in, in the in the relationship, but then Frank was like, you have no choice. Right. <laughs> and then later like, on, um, he traded a, he traded a gun for, yeah, for, uh, for strawberry seeds. Strawberry seeds. One of your small ones. Yeah. One Which one? Them. And he doesn't <laughs> care because he's got so much anyway. Like, <laughs> no, but as soon as they said the strawberries, he was just like, exactly. oh, it's, it's a fucking gun, whatever. Pure, pure joy when he bit into that strawberry. <laughs> like, I'm not, ne- dude, I've never tasted any strawberries that fucking good, you know, and like, well, with if that you taste, haven't had them for like, make you want to, exactly that, too. Yeah, exactly. When you're yeah. in the apocalypse and you have never seen strawberries, like you said, in 15 years, the now, first may, one you maybe had, this. Is gonna taste maybe delightful. if I, maybe uh, like, you know, the first, you know, the first sip of Pepsi or something, then I'd be like, you know the what, first sip yeah. of Pepsi. You know what? Yeah, I remember this. That's good. <laughs> yeah, Mike. I did, Mike, like, in, Mike in, a, in an apocalypse uh, thing, would you would you drink Pepsi to survive rather than no, uh, I'd already, if, they, I'd if they don't have any more Coke anymore? No, if they have no more. I'd Coke. have Coke. I'd have Coke stashed away in my secret. Yep. Pocket. <laughs> and it's just like it's just like the real homophobes out there who do hate this this episode because there are two gay guys in there. You can put it in perspective. Hey. You haven't seen pussy in 15 years. A lot of you guys would be sucking dick, dude. Too, so I thought just... the same thing, bro. Like, so I just thought... take it, take it easy. Take it easy. Thing. At first, I was like, I was like, I was like, maybe, take it easy. maybe I was like, maybe Bill's not gay because maybe he's just like super lonely. Because I was like, bro, I get it. Like it's been like what four years? Yeah, yeah the homie's probably starving. No, like no, four, four years trapped. plus adulthood. Because like, remember he he lived with his mom. That, that's his mom's house. That's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So, yep. so you know, he, he was like a virgin, like because like uh, Frank asked him, "This is your first time," and he was like, mm-hmm. "No." He said at one time he had one time with a girl. With a girl, yes. Oh. And Frank said, "I want you to know, I'm not a whore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this for a free lunch. Just for free lunch. <laughs> this is not an Arby's. And fucking Arby's. You see Arby's? They wrote on it." Arby's like posted an apocalyptic looking Arby sign and said, This is a restaurant. Of course, they awesome, did. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? That's I so mean, dope. with the dude, amount of people watching this show every episode, HBO Max, they may have up their 
subscription by a dollar. It's now sixteen ninety nine. But even even in an apocalypse situation, dude, nobody would fucking go to Arby's, man. Fuck that. Place. Hey, man, speak for yourself, you prick. I don't know. I'm the only place that had food. That cheddar, man. I can't. I can't deny that cheddar. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, that's yeah. Uh, I'm slightly with Kuya on this one. I fucking hate <laughs> Arby's. Oh man. I also want to add. I like, it, like- you know, if you you know if if a sauce can improve your your fucking sandwich by by like ten times because of the horsey sauce. The horsey sauce is fire, bro. So good. Yeah, that's the only that's the only saving grace for Arby's. Like the the horsey sauce is bomb. But if that's the only reason the sandwich will taste better, then fuck it. Fuck that sandwich. <laughs> it's just like it's like like uh, we talked about raising canes. The wait, was it last week that we talked about raising canes or something? Like you know, if 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 the bread is more famous. And if the iced tea is more famous, dude, the bread and the sauce, the sauce is the only thing that saves yeah. canes, in my opinion. Like canes yep. is like mediocre, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's freaking tasteless fucking chicken tenders. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why they have. That's why you have to douse that sauce on there. Oh, dude, <laughs> and they look at you like you're an animal, bro. Like, can I get some ranch? And they're like, excuse me. We only have cane sauce here. <laughs> Whoa, Get my, the fuck my out of here. Get the of. fuck out of here. He's banned for life. He asked for ranch. Damn purists over here at Cane's. Oh, but you know what, what cane sauce is, right? It's ketchup and fucking ranch sauce. <laughs> oh, I, thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to say horse jizz. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the horsey sauce. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh God! That's, that's, the, that's the horsey sauce. That's why. That's why everybody. Mm, 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 Yummy. So I do want to add before we wrap up and move over to episode four. I did like the Joel and Ellie stuff. Uh, her going down into that uh, was it an old store? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The basement yeah. and then the, finding the, the stash, the stash find, house. finding the infected uh, who was trapped under there, and her doing a little science experiment. Let's cut open the head and see what's in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she takes a nice stab and pokes it like a fucking frog. But except this frog is fucking dangerous. Um, and then the, towards the end, of course, when they found um, uh, when they found the the letter, she was reading the letter, and then they end up like uh, she finds out that there's hot water, so she takes a shower and she tells Joel, "You're taking a shower too," and then. Um, yeah, they're yeah. not taking a shower also. So. Yeah, and then, her, way, like you smell like shit, bro. It's time to, it's time to shower. <laughs> yeah, and then her first time in a car, and then him explaining to her like uh, uh, the seatbelt. So I thought it was a uh, really. Oh, I, yeah. She's she's yeah, in, in, in so. the video game. It wasn't uh, it wasn't like that because she she knew how to pop a clutch. So I I will say I felt personally attacked. And she was like, oh, it's like a spaceship. And he's like, no, it's a piece of crap Chevy S10. I was like, hey, man. Oh, you must- <laughs> that was my first car right there. I love those trucks. <laughs> that triggered you a little. Yeah, I got a little triggered. <laughs> like, you like, bastard. Dude, dude. I love those trucks, man. They're so cool. Yep. So, yeah, that's uh, episode three. And then, of course, episode four, which debuted tonight. Um I did not get to finish it yet. I have about 10 minutes left. Uh, episode four, please hold to my hand. 45 minutes. So now they're kind of making it up. Like last week, we got an hour 15. Yeah. We're going to tack on. We're going <laughs> to. So now 45 minutes. But hey, I mean, so far what I've seen, I'm enjoying it uh, for episode four. 
uh, they are on a road trip at the beginning, and she finds she finds a uh, uh, another cassette. Uh, who is that? I, I can't even remember. Hank William. Uh, Hank, Hank William, William yeah. Senior. Before before Joel's time, and she finds a magazine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, put that put that away." <laughs> Why is it sticky? I like how she yeah. was like, "How does he even walk with that thing?" He's like, "Uh." <laughs> at, at first, I thought because I was watching it on my phone. Um, at first, I thought from afar, I only saw the yellow letters, and it looked like a hunting magazine. Oh, <laughs> because I was just thinking it's a hunting. Then, but then I, when I when I paused, and then as the as the scene was going, I was like, "Oh!" And I noticed the guy there. And then oh, now, so someone posted a screen grab of that <laughs> when she's looking at it on the top of the magazine. It says "The Men of the Dead." Yeah, I'm trying to find out what the title is. B something kin. Be if I'm not mistaken, that's a reference it's to bearskin, the game too, Yeah, bearskin. B-A-R-E-skin. Okay. okay, and that's why I was thinking it was, it was a hunting match. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I didn't know because I, I was watching on my that's phone. That's a freaky hunting magazine, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to watch it on my phone while I was doing oh, dishes. Yeah. Because the kids, the kids were still up. I can't be watching this yeah, show yeah, on no, TV. No. So I'm like, hey, I can I can watch it on my phone with my earbuds on, and it's tripping me out because I have I have the AirPods Pro. I got it for for Christmas from the wifey, and nice. the the way the surround sound works, it feels like the sound is in front when I've got it in my ear. Like it's it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm like that's insane. I've been watching shows on it, like whether it's a Netflix or Disney Plus, and it always trips me out. I'm like, wait, where's the speak? Oh, that's right. So it's in my ear. <laughs> but yeah. Um, the, and then the face that she makes right after when she flip, and she keeps flipping the pages, <laughs> or like I want to like how do you walk around with that thing? <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I love his reaction. Why is it sticky? And he's like, yeah. oh, I'm just yeah. fucking with you. Oh. <laughs> and then the fucking joke. They're already sleeping, and then she's like, Joel, I'm not sleepy. Joel, I have a question. I have a serious question. Oh, bitch, fucking, dude, fucking cracks up the that joke. got me, bro. That got me. Good, <laughs> that got too. me too, because it's so fucking. He's right. It's so fucking stupid. But you can't <laughs> yeah. help but laugh. Exactly. Because it's a perfect pun, Mike. Yeah, that exactly. was good. Yeah, and then of course the ambush that happens, and then the uh, what's his name? The guy who's like, oh, oh, no, we're not fighting now. We're not fighting, dude. That yeah, that scene. I was like, wow, dude. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. the climactic uh, scene where. She shoots the guy in the back because she had a gun. She's yeah. been asking for one. She's been—I mean, it's only the apocalypse. Can I have a gun? Maybe I can help. No, you. no, no. Fuck no. No, no you could. Uh... And yeah. now she knows the consequences of why he's been telling her no. Right, but then she's she mentions that it wasn't her first time shooting. Yeah, yep. it wasn't. Or shooting she, someone. She... Uh, she said it wasn't the first time hurting somebody, if I remember right. And okay. I don't know what she's talking. Well, I think I do know what she's talking about, but I don't it's, want to. It's on the, the DLC, like, right? It, DLC. I think it's on the DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, you won't spoil anything if that's, you know, that's fine. I mean. No, you'll see it in, in, a, in a future episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay they'll, okay. they'll probably do a whole episode to that there, story. There, there's a flashback. So there, okay. there, there is going to be a flashback. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, I've got ten minutes left. Um, what did you guys think of this episode? I, I love the homage to Superman. How about that? Oh yeah, dude! I thought that was cool. <laughs> I thought that was cool too. Was <laughs> it the end? Huh? Uh, or no? Did I miss eh, it? 
No, I mean, there was like, they were up in an attic and they were looking at the wall. There was a bunch of, they were looking for Sam and uh, Henry. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was the kid. It was, was it Sam the, is the kid, right? Sam, I think Sam is the youngest and then Henry is the older yeah, one. Yeah, he, right? he's the one that, that was drawing Superman pictures yeah. and all that stuff. Okay, I didn't see that yet. Oh, wow. Okay, so, so yeah, 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 yeah. I guess you got a few more minutes. Yeah. Yeah, you saw the whole episode and I missed that part too, so. It was a quick scene. They were up in the attic where they, they were originally hiding. And they were like, oh, they're, they're running out of food, blah, 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 blah. And you just see, like, drawings of Superman up on the wall. Okay. And stuff like that. It, was, it, was a ni- it was a nice touch. It was a nice and, touch. And I think they're hinting at the bloater in that one part, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. On the bottom? Yeah. Yeah, underneath the... the on the ground? On, on the floor? Yeah, on the floor. Yeah, well, I think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they're hinting at the bloater there. Um, But, yeah, no, it was it was good. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they were in Pittsburgh when they lost the car. I didn't know. That, I didn't think they were in Kansas City. They they the, changed the location. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought so. Um, I I thought that this episode was going to be a little bit more violent. I felt like I was robbed in that sense. You know what I mean? Because like this sounds terrible. <laughs> no, no, you're but you're like, comparing it to the to the video video game. I, I am. Video game, I, the, 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 the scene is very violent. Or this this section was very violent in the so. game. Yeah, I, I was yeah in the game. Like, yeah. It was very gory and it was pretty like hardcore. And yeah, I felt robbed when it was just like three dudes. And I'm like, See, okay. The, uh, this is the thing. I'm, yeah, the thing that I'm not liking right now with what with Druckmann and the the dude this uh, the, the the dude from uh, Chernobyl, Chernobyl is doing. Yeah, the what they're doing is they're trying to humanize everybody. Yeah. And, well, and, I, mean, and I know I. I I know that there's going to be bad guys there. I know that the hunters are going to be evil. I know there's going to be whatever, but like, there's no reason or rhyme like... or reason to to empathize with, with all the hunters. Well, my, my thing is I feel like they're trying to make Joel too good instead of Gray. Because, yeah. I, I mean, Homie's violent. Yeah. You know what I mean? He is. Oh, yeah. And, like, they, they kind of showed it a but little we bit. We saw that in the first episode. Like... Right, right. And that's what, so what I'm trying to say is, like, in this episode, I don't get we're talking about episode four. I don't get how yeah. like <clears throat> when when the guy was like begging for his life and it's like, oh, no. I was really hoping that yeah, if she was removed from the scene, it's fine. But I was really hoping we would have cut back to where he's yeah, I've seen him do he's that finishing stabbing. him off, and it's like because yeah. I I want that disconnect from humanity that Joel has. I want to see that, and I feel like I feel like right now I'm just like yeah, Joel's a good guy, and. And maybe they're they're saving that for the the ending to forever. Would be like, oh my god, that's all. You know, He's I don't back. know. Yeah, Texas Rage is back. Right? Texas yeah. Rage is back. Yeah. So we'll but see. I do agree with you on that point, especially when they set it up with the guy going, "It's a nice knife," and it's like you know he's gonna murder him with it. <laughs> right. so don't don't <laughs> why'd you just give him that and take away kills? Let let's see it. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I felt like. I felt like it was robbed. A lot of the violence I felt like, and I you know. I, I'm not a guy that's like violence for violence sake kind of person, but yeah. I feel like as far as I want to see, I want to see Joel be brutal. And I think they will give us that. I just, because I played the game and because that scene was so violent and that was so hardcore, I just felt like I was a little bit robbed with three guys and one dude begging for his life. Yeah. Well, not only that and not I, just the game, but robbed. in your defense and um, in my as far defense as the rest as well, of the episode, 
you need the violence for the storytelling. If this, if it suits the storytelling, you need to show the violence. Mm-hmm. This isn't PG-13. This, this is mature rated content. Just like Mike said, he couldn't watch the episode because his kids are there. Like, because we know it's a mature show. Start being a little more mature and stop doing this PG-13 yeah, shit. HBO. <laughs> exactly. It's HBO right. Max, for Christ's right. sake. This is an adult. Yo. This is an, you have an adult uh, Velma on the fucking series, for, on, the, on the television station, for Christ's sake. You're telling me that Velma pushes the envelope more than The Last of Us? That's pathetic. There's been more violence. There's, I'm sorry, but there's, I, I know this because I've been watching it. There's been more violence in the new Velma cartoon than there has been in this Last of Us series. Are That's you ridiculous. Still, are you no, I'm not that? kidding. I'm not being funny. Really? Yes, I know you're my not. Mom, my mom likes it, and I don't. Oh, know dude, I hate that Jinkies. show, bro. It's fucking garbage. Jinkies. First episode Jinkies. made me want to paint my ceiling, bro. It's so garbage. Well, but th- isn't that what you did? The Last of Us. <laughs> I might as well just watch paint dry rather than watch Velma. Dear Lord. And it's like they still have more violence than the last of us. Huh. No, but interesting. No, like um in regards to like they yeah, I understand though like there there is some sort of violence that, that needs to be done. Like fucking House of the Dragon, there was like uncle fucking and like dragons galore and eating <laughs> yeah, all that shit. My niece to the you know, like What's the, so what's the difference between uh, that mature rating versus fucking the last of us rating you know you know what i mean yeah yeah i understand you want you want your 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 protagonist to be a good guy mm-hmm. but good guys end up like doing bad things to to bad people well that was the thing that in the game nobody so, was a good guy yeah but but that's the thing you know you're you're the one that's playing joel and you want to fucking choke the shit out of somebody or hit him with a brick which I did all the time because I love I love I love the brick the brick was like the, my my favorite thing in the in the in the video game. That was a go to for sure. Well, just, after oh, what yeah. Druckmann said in the behind the scenes of this episode, we're gonna see more of this because he said it himself that they're trying to blur the lines of what a real villain is and what isn't. Oh. Like you, I want them to I, I want you to empathize with the villains and we want to see are you nope. really the villain as the viewer are you the villain or are the villains in the show the villain? It's like shut up. Shut no, the, the, the villain is the villain is Neil Druckmann because he's changing the the, the narrative and that's yeah. exactly. Unfortunately, exactly. it seems like that's the case. Oh. I don't know so why. Like, I kept thinking of that TikTok sound. Am I better than everyone? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, it, it, the the episode itself is fine, and you know, but Jester's right. Like, it's it's time for some blood. Like we. There, there was a love story that was cool. There was like a, a like a blow up thing in episode two that was cool. Uh, episode one, we like Joel beat the shit out of somebody to death, which is mm-hmm. awesome. But we need we need we need like we need we need bodies. We need fucking dead bodies. We need we need a body count. And I need yeah. the body count too, so I can separate you from the Walking Dead because this is the shit that gives off the Walking Dead vibes. No. Yeah. The difference is AMC can't cross the line that you guys can cross. Yep. And they're not doing it. That's what and, blows and, my and, mind. And, and the saddest part about it is in the last few seasons, AMC was crossing the line. Yep. You guys should be able to do it on HBO. This is pathetic. Right. HBO has always had the reputation of this is the stuff that, you know, you want, you really want adult content, then you watch an HBO show. Exactly. Right? You know? And that's the thing that Disney Plus up to now, like Disney Plus has been known, they've edited some stuff on certain content to be more PG, PG 13. That's the most they're going to go. 
Yeah. HBO, right. HBO Max can go. I disagree. And yeah, they, that's they need they need to fucking bring back like the old school shit, you know? Like, you know, I didn't know that there was a whorehouse like near Reno. Fucking probably didn't. <laughs> like, I didn't know. I didn't know about the I didn't know about the the bunny ranch and the up bunny until I saw it on HBO. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You didn't know? No, or I had C no ranch. idea. Are you kidding me? No, I find that hard I to know, believe. I didn't know about like, the bunny. I didn't know about the bunny year. ranch until 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 I saw the in HBO. What? I I knew I knew like there's like whorehouses in in you know, but I thought it was like closer to Vegas than it is to to us. I didn't know that the you know, I didn't know that we had one like right right off of Fallon. Sounds like he's been right. there and he's just trying to cover it up. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> no, when, I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> when I was when I was no, no, driving, but, I'm just kidding, bro. When I was driving, no, no, that's good. For, Uber and Lyft, um, a buddy of mine who also drove for Uber and Lyft told mm. me that he one time picked someone up from Lake Tahoe, mm. drove them all the way to the bunny, the bunny ranch. Mm. And then he was told, because they don't advertise that place, he was told uh, by whoever there um, to basically let, let them know when you whenever you drop off a customer or you're going to pick them up, give them your number. And they're gonna give you like ten or twenty percent of whatever they spend, yeah. Yep. Because they want they want to bring you know they want a lot of the rideshare drivers to bring more customers because they don't advertise. So they're like, yep. hey, they don't let them. So yeah. Yeah, I, I heard taxi drivers doing the same thing. So. Oh yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to make extra money. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, love- so anything yeah, else? To a, lot add- of the, a lot of the blue collar guys. Um, yeah, a lot of blue collar guys like like the ranch big time. Yeah, no, but I, I'm more of the you know the gentleman's club type of guy. I, I had a diamond uh, card on that one. That one. Ooh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Homie just likes to watch and don't. Like, so when are you coming back? <laughs> I, I I walked I walked in and like people were like oh hey what's up James how you doing? <laughs> I'm just nah. So nah. anything else? That was a long time Episode four of The Last of Us. Uh, well, we we need more blood. Basically, we need more blood. We need more violence. We need more killing. Yeah. Uh, episode five. Hopefully, that's the case. I'm hoping um, so. I mean, we we know what's going to happen to those two. Unfortunately, I mean, I just, yeah, we we can we can guarantee two dead uh, dead people already. But mm, but I I don't know. This episode, I just felt like it was okay. Like it was yeah. it was good as far as like pushing the narrative along between the relationship and Joel and Ellie. But it's like okay, it, it, it was my least favorite one. Like, like, let's yeah, just say that yeah, right now. Yeah, and I, 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 I like, I like, I like this the series so far, but it's my least favorite one. I agree. So. Hmm, okay, so speaking of episode five, it will drop earlier. We will oh. be getting it by Friday. Oh, because Ooh. it's the Super Bowl. Gotcha. Yes, yep. a, a oh, little, a little weird. show, a little show called the Super Bowl is dropping on Sunday. They don't want oh, their ratings to get nobody gives a shit about gobbled the Super Bowl. up. Oh, yes, I can't wait yeah. to watch the Eagles and Kansas City Queefs uh, go up against each other. It's yeah. going to be so much fun. Yeah, so episode five uh, dropping Friday, February 10th at 9 p.m. <laughs> on HBO Max. Oh, that's cool. I get to watch it with my girl on Saturday then. Yeah, I'm so hurt. God remember when they did this with the Mandalorian, I think? Yeah, yes, it, was, yeah. it was Amanda. Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also did it with Kenobi. Yep. So we got an episode on Friday, and then we got an episode on, on uh, I can't remember. Any... Wednesday. Yeah. 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 But, um, right. you know, nobody gave, gave a shit about Kenobi, so it's, it's fine. Well, yeah, I mean, I... they did. People <laughs> did. Half, halfway through, I stopped caring. I was like, dude, yeah. this is so sad. 
<laughs> people wanted Man. to see Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor back together, and we got it. <laughs> A good old like five minutes of it. We nice. got it. Full <laughs> five minutes of it. Man, I, how like about a... can we just get a Darth Vader series and in that Darth Vader series we get more Darth Vader mm. get more Anakin here here, here. maybe here, get here. a flashback of fucking Padme here here haunting him yeah. and then you can still show Kenobi in there somewhere I uh, know yeah. we're gonna get Reva for the rest of the series yeah uh, so. like you know like this this new like uh, this new uh, we we can make a good Star Wars story without any famous famous uh you know whatever whatever. It's we, called you know. Andor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, it's long called Andor. More, as long as we get more of that Butterball Inquisitor again, then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm the Inquisitor. Because I really want a Grand Inquisitor that looks like me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it fucking. I was like, wow, bro, like. You know, you probably ate too much, like from between, like you know, the dude, Clone Wars too. I'm, I'm <laughs> still, still between I'm still, between Rebels and and fucking. No, dude, I'm still butthurt that uh, Jason Isaacs didn't even get to play the live action of him, dude. That bothered me. Well, no, the way you're talking about him, it's pissing me off. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when most of the Jedi in the galaxy are, I don't know, fucking dead, you won't be running a whole lot after Jedi. That's because homie's munching on him afterwards. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, "Oh, give me some some of that blue milk." Nah, make a good stew. <laughs> make a good stew. I have uh, never thought the Civic Wizard would sound so bad. <laughs> that, Hello. I don't know. That, that's that's how he sounded to me. Like when it was like, "Ah, I know the fucking dastardly villain." No, but but like in in, in the cartoon, in the cartoon, he sounded more sinister because it was Jason Isaacs. Jason well, yeah. Isaacs is so good, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Because because yeah. he should he should have played it instead of fucking fake uh, Agent Forty Seven. That's what I'm saying, bro. Because like he, uh, Jason Isaacs has the facial structure for it too. I don't know why they didn't just go with him. It it, it, it was fake bastards. It, it was fake <laughs> yeah. Agent Forty Seven. They're cheap so. bastards. They didn't want to pay him the bag. That Pro- probably, yeah. But you know, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Alrighty, so we're moving on uh, from another video game adaption to another video game. Uh, Pinhead is going to be reviewing Dead Space. Uh, did so he be- like it? Did he like it? Did, did he not? Is it is I it close is to the original? The year so far. Oh, uh, I'm going to be real quick about it. this game. Was this game's fucking fantastic? I haven't even officially beat it yet, but this game is fantastic. There's a couple of things that did piss me off because there's some bugs in the system, at least on my Xbox. There was like getting to a point where I flew into the ceiling and got stuck and I had to reset <laughs> the game. and start. Like, it pissed me the fuck off because I, I just beat a hard part of it. I finally got up to this part where you have to realign shit and I got stuck in the I got stuck in the, the grate. I was like, you cocksuckers. So I had to go backtrack a little bit more and do it again. Uh, There was another part of the game where I was in the middle of like changing a battery. And like you get to a point where the stasis, they they use the necromorphs or whatever. They get stasis and they can move fast. Well, I ended up shooting one of them and then the battery that I needed just disappeared. So I had to go back and do it all over again. Other than those minor nitpicks, this game's fantastic. The best I can say without spoiling it for people is if John Carpenter's the thing and Event Horizon fucked, 
this would be their child for <laughs> sure. Because there's even a point in the game where you're realigning some gravity shit where they're they're literally the core, the 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 spaceship core of the event horizon, the design of it is identical mm -hmm. to what you're you have to realign that you have That's to cool. go through in dead space. Like they literally take it out of event horizon. I think this game is fantastic. It's probably going to be one of my favorite of the year so far. We've got a long way to go. Resident Evil still coming out, which I, I, I can only hope and pray they do this, do Resident Evil 4 just as much justice as they did with their remake as they've done Dead Space. I didn't get to play as much as the original as everybody else did. I know a lot of people completed it. I never really played a, a whole lot of it, but the changes that they have made are better. Like the fact that you can actually now, when you're in zero gravity, instead of gliding to walls, like you're the fucking in space Batman, you actually can now fly with your, with your pack. Like it actually uses boosters to actually, you can fly around in the zero gravity instead of just punching off the wall and going, wee. You can actually fucking fly this time. The, 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 the creatures are a lot more crisp. Obviously, we're talking about a game from 2008. So we're in 2023 now. You can tell that Motive and EA actually put some time in. Especially, this blows my mind, especially it being EA, because EA is notorious for being grot goblins. They're lazy grot goblins. They're pieces <laughs> of shit. But this, they actually let, you can tell they let Motive do their thing and let them, let the actual developer working on it do what they needed to do because the creatures are crisp. I'm very rarely scared. And there were, even with the jump scares, there was a couple of times where it got me, like this game will give you the heebie-jeebies. It really will. Like there's some things in there that'll make you be like, ooh, because it's just so fun. We talked about the lack of violence in Last of Us. This game does not hold back with the violence. There's some things where you're like, whoa, like brutal shit. And I just love the satisfaction of getting your giant space boot and stomping the shit out of the fucking dead <laughs> alien corpses after they fucked with you, just smashing them and then seeing the blood splatter all over because you're in space, just not only just across the screen, but float. And just see spl blood splatters float throughout space. It's fucking fantastic. If I could give, I give it a nine point five out of ten. Nice. I was like, uh, the only reason why I didn't get a ten was those two glitch points, and I was like, okay, that should have been fixed. I don't care what platform it's on; it should have been fixed in post. Like that should have been taken care of. But every game has a problem. Even the best games are going to have problems, but. Right now, it's a 9.5 out of 10. I think it's one, like I said, if John Carpenter's the thing and Event Horizon fucked, this would be their progeny. They def, This would definitely be their bastard child. And I think that this is, the bar has been raised very, Isaac Clark is one of my new favorite game heroes right now. Like he's up there with Shepard and Mass Effect now. Mm -hmm. he, he is literally like the Leon and Leon Kennedy. And he's up there now. So kudos to Isaac Clark because, and then the voice actor who, who plays him, 
He, yeah, I heard I heard he talks because in the first game, because I only played half of the first game before I started pissing Yeah, he my don't pants. talk. He doesn't talk, yeah. And I heard in the second game he had a voice. Yeah, in the second game, they, they incorporate a lot of the second game and the scary elements of what made the first game a cult classic to everybody into this game. And, there's, and the reason why he talks is because there's more context to the storyline this okay. time. Especially right. when you get to the parts of his girlfriend. Right, right. Elizabeth. When you yep. get to there, him being a deaf mute doesn't work. Especially in, especially in 2023 when we've seen so many great performances in video games alone. Like yeah. the Troy Bakers and all these guys. 2008, it worked in 2008. It wouldn't work here. There's like changes, subtle changes like the asteroid field. In the original, there's a mini game where you're shooting the asteroid field like a okay. mini. This one, you have to actually align it and actually use it as you would you would be in a literal asteroid field situation. The regenerator is far more terrifying in this one. In the original one, he was just t- tough. In this one, he's like he's like Mr. X or the nemesis. You just there's points where you just can't get away from this fuck. Unfortunately, he has the same in certain areas of the game. He has the same problem, especially as Mr. X. If you go behind a certain door, conveniently, he can't walk through it. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, okay, yeah. there's th- this door you can go through and smash me. But if I go to the left in this door, you can conveniently, it's like the library. You just can't get through it. Honestly, man, I, I need the break. I, I need the break. That, that game scares the living crap out of me. I, again, I couldn't finish it. Like, so I, that, those little things, I needed the break to like hide. Otherwise, well, this I'd one, be turning it off. <laughs> and that's why I give this one, a, even more than Resident Evil 2, I give this one a pass because in those points where he can't, they're not all the time, but in those points where he can't get through the door, it's the game giving you a break because you've just went through an onslaught of walking down a hall and then all of a sudden one burst out from the left side and then right. another one burst out from the right side and then there's one that's behind you and you're like, oh, you motherfuckers want to ta- triple team me. Okay. <laughs> It's it's the game's way of going, hey, we know we fucked with you so much. Let's give you a break. Otherwise, you're gonna throw the controller against the fucking wall. Oh, dude, yeah, I can't, I can't. Like, Especially I can't, if I, you play it on nightmare mode. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do the original. Which I, I'll never touch. I don't even think I'm gonna like. I'm so tempted to buy this one. I am, but like, I just know I'm gonna play like the first mission and be like, nope, I'm good. It's too scary because like I. I like the original dude, I couldn't finish it. It was just too. It's an incredible game, but it's just way too horror for me. Way too scary. And this like, one amps it up. That's like, what I'm it, saying. Everybody's only, been saying it's that. not even just the horror. It amps up the tension. It, it yep. like it, it grabs on your neck and very rarely lets go. Yeah, it's very original. The first two. It's very reminiscent of the first two Resident Evil games, where you you're, mm. you're it's constantly putting the fucking boot on your throat. And you have to go and go back and do, but the only time it takes you the boot off your throat is when you're going back to go to get something. And then mm-hmm. when you go back to retrace your steps, it puts the boot right back on your throat. <laughs> it's like, here we go again. Thought, yeah, you thought you were done. But I like shit like that. That's down my out. Like I talked to Dan about, it, or I, I saw his video and I've been talking to Dan on messenger. He loves it too. And I understand why. And he, he played and beat the original one. So that's dope. this game and he's he gave it a 10 out of 10 so and you know for a guy like dan and i'm not knocking him like we're pessimists 
we, we just, we don't like what we don't like and we love what we love. And when you can get a 10 out of 10 out of Dan, this is saying a lot of, yeah. this is saying something. So it's, it, it's, it's almost for me worth the damn near $70 price tag. Mm. I haven't finished it though. So I can't judge it on that, but I've, I'm on like end of days, chapter 10 and yeah. I'm already on a 9.5 out of 10. So it's going to get there. It's going to be a lot better than the price I'll have to pay for the WWE game, which I looked up. <laughs> the Icon Edition will cost $119. Of course. It's fucking ridiculous. So <clears throat> this is more justified than I can say what WWE will be. But 9.5 out of 10, this was a fantastic game. It's a it's a it's a Papa Pinhead seal of approval for me. It's a high recommendation. That's awesome. Very nice. And I haven't even beat the fucking thing, so there you go. Cool. All righty. Thank you. Uh, yep. So we're moving on to a galaxy far, far away with the Bad Batch season two, episode mm. five. If there was ever any uh, filler episode, I'd say episode five is just that. A hundred percent, brother. So I. Uh, oh, I played it while I was preparing lunch a week ago and I was trying to look and watch, but it just, nothing was just grabbing my attention. And I'm like, Oh, cool. That's uh, a ringing endorsement. Put this episode on the, in the background when you're making lunch. <laughs> the bad ancient, bat season two. An ancient at, at Walker. Oh my God. It looks so cool. It's going to fire on their ship. Are we going to get a brand oh, new no. bad batch? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, mm, okay, I guess. Wait, so was that episode four or episode five? That was episode five, Entombed. Okay. Uh, episode six, however, Tribe, which was last week's episode, I did enjoy. Well, yeah, uh, it no, had but... another. It had another tie-in to the Clone Wars. You know that beloved series that all Star Wars animation fans absolutely love. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's only what we got Mandalorian season two out of. Oh, you like Ahsoka? You like? You like hey, I still think Ahsoka's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're halfway there, brother. You're, you're almost yep. there. You're almost there. Yep. Um, so yeah, for episode six tribe, the bad batch helps bring a new friend home, and that friend is uh Gunji. Gunji a Wookiee, a, a Wookiee Jedi Padawan <laughs> who we were first introduced to in the Clone Wars. Um, I think it's season three or four. Mm. Yeah. I think four or five, maybe. Yeah, um, there was. I, I love. I love his lightsaber. It's made out of wood. So dope, Fucking, dude. Yeah, so, yeah. so sexy. Yeah. And like, I love- if if I if I'm gonna make one in the in the workshop, that's probably what, what I'm gonna do now. I'm gonna look for his, if it's possible, because I, I I just like the way it looks, the the aesthetic. Right. So uh, you can make, you can put a uh, pommel at the end of the saber at uh, yeah at Galaxy's Edge. You can get one with the head of the Rancor. Or was it the head of a Rancor or a Rancor Tooth? Something. Rancor Tooth at the very bottom. Yeah. I yeah. want wood. God damn it. Well, that's what. <laughs> Fingers can't know. be choosers, but I don't know if they have w- your natural organic wood option at Southeast. <laughs> I want I want a non GMO lightsaber, guys. No, non GMO. You want a gluten-free too? Gluten-free. Uh, I want. I want a vegan option. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so um, I also did like that when, when uh, Omega was already oh, helping, was already helping uh, Gunji, 
when the batch finds out uh, what's happening, there wasn't there wasn't a whole uh, Omega. What are you doing this time? They just we, we have to help him. Well, he they already understood. There, there yeah. was already an understanding because you know, I mean, Wookie trafficking in space. Fuck yeah. that shit. You know. So yeah, yeah uh, I thought it was cool, and I like the fact that they all uh, helped the Wookies on Kashyyyk fight off the Trandoshans, um, which also another throwback to the Clone Wars, because there's mm-hmm. that whole episode where they, um, the Trandoshans were hunting uh, Ahsoka, and I think other other Jedi too. Or and Wookiees. Yeah, there was yeah, a couple other Jedis there too. Right. Yeah, and that's why the yeah Wookiees and Trandoshans never liked each other. So, yeah. um, you know, it would be cool to see something, I don't know, in The Mandalorian. There, we were introduced to Chrysanthemum, if we come across, I don't know, a uh, Trandoshan called Bosk somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> where they fight each other and maybe they have to team up because they, I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. But that would be cool. It, would be it cool. usually sticks, Mike. So go yeah. ahead and throw it. It usually sticks. So go ahead and throw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I liked episode six uh, better than episode five. Um so we'll see what happens uh, in the next episode. Any other thoughts, Jester? Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to just absolutely take a fat steaming dump on episode five. <laughs> um, so strap your seats. And uh, yeah, so Wanda Sykes, I'm going to start off with that dumb broad. Um, I, I really <laughs> do not like her as an actor at all. Like there's a couple, there's like some old movies that like I thought she was pretty funny in. Actually, you know, I think probably the only thing I really like her in was um, Over the Hedge, which I know is kind of slept on. Uh, but I really like her in that movie. She was good in that. I think she played the skunk in that one, if I remember right. Well, yeah. that's fitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so anyway, I, yeah, I'm probably being too hard on her as a person. I just, I, as, as, as a viewer, seeing her as an actor and listening to her voice, it makes me want to blow my head off. Um nothing against her personally, you know, whatever. It just, I just, she's, I find her extremely annoying. So I find it extremely fitting that she plays a stupid treasure hunter that like I was telling Mike, like the, the episode literally starts off with her like rambling about something and the bad batch is like, yo man, is it, this story just keeps changing, doesn't it? So then it proceeds to have me think the entire episode is everything that she says is absolute BS. Like, she doesn't know anything. So she's giving all these facts about this treasure that they're going after, and it's like, is she just full of it or what? Um, and I think this was a big nod to the Zepho in uh, uh, the, Jedi, no, the, the Jedi. No, uh, oh the, the, the Jedi. Oh, my gosh, the Jedi Order. Game. Fallen Order, my goodness. Thank Fallen you, order, yeah. yeah. The Fallen Order game, which is like, yeah, all right, that's cool. But like, oh, dude, it was so boring. And then I just find it so convenient. Amiga found her compass in the dumpster. Amiga. Okay. Look, I found this random device. Oh, let's go on an adventure with Hanto Rekka and everybody else. And it's like, okay, this is just so boring. This is so boring. And then, I, I don't know, the way it ended too, it was like, all right, that was a terrible ending was, all right that was a waste of whatever dude fucking yeah. android died it was a waste of animation <laughs> if i'll say anything it, it really was and then you know her character uh wanda sykes characters are super annoying too so she could just not be in any further episodes that'd be great uh episode six was fantastic um it was good to see gunji again 
Uh, I'm actually really glad that they're still on Kashyyyk. I'm hoping that they stay on Kashyyyk with the following episode because I told Mike my theory, or I'd say my theory slash hope, is that if anybody is a fan of the the Delta uh, the Republic Commando games, Delta Squad has been canonized in season three of the Clone Wars. And in season one of the Bad Batch at the end, we see that Scorch is still running around. Scorch is actually helping the Empire and seems to be a big part of the whole training pro- program and all that stuff. So that means we still have Boss, Fixer, and if we remember we pl- anybody played the games, if they decide to keep that canon, Sev was left behind to cover the escape on Kashyyyk. Now, I think it'd be super cool if they ran into Sev, that was maybe he's still alive somehow. If they ran into Sev on Kashyyyk, so I'm really crossing my fingers. Probably not going to happen because that's too cool. Um, but I'm crossing my fingers for that to happen in the next episode. So we'll see. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna pull a mic and throw that at the wall and hope it sticks. But I know that Wanda Sykes is probably just going to come in next episode and just ruin everything. That's fine too. <laughs> you know, tease their own. I'll leave it at that. Yep. Uh, Kuya, any thoughts on the Bad Batch? I, I like the the episode previously because there wasn't any Amiga, <laughs> uh, which is fine. Or, or, or episode three was the was the was that one that was yeah, my favorite the, one. The Lone Clone, or whatever. and then the episode four was uh, Fast and Furious. Uh, episode five was Indiana Jones and the Fallen Order, <laughs> um, which is fine, you know. I, but I would rather hear Gilbert Gottfried uh, audio record uh, Fifty Shades of Grey than oh, yeah. fucking listening to Wanda Sykes. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> like she, like, I, I, I can't, I can't fucking stand her voice. Like, like yeah. I, w- I would rather hear Gilbert Gottfried. If you guys know who Gilbert Gottfried is, oh yeah, I would rather right. listen. To him, you know, God, God rest his soul. But I would rather listen to him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the episode for me was okay. It you know it, it expands the universe, and you guys know me. I love people expanding the universe to to different things. If this is a a, Zep, a Zephos nod to expand, so that like you know, like you know, the Empire is going to look for these like uh, ancient at at Walker whatever things with the Death Star laser beams, whatever. That, that's cool to me. It would be nice if if the bad batch can control it so that they can <laughs> they can do some damage to the empire a little bit, but you know the little fetching missions again is getting old. Um, I like the the rest the, the good rest of, of it was like when we or when they took uh my my favorite little Jedi right now is uh Gunji with with the my my favorite lightsaber so I haven't yeah I haven't seen him in a while but like. Him uh, coming back home to the tribe is, is kind of cool. It was a nice thing. I fear, and, and I don't know if this is going to be, I don't know, because Omega is showing some sort of ability to sense things. I hope not. I hope I, not. Because, like, you know, I don't know if you guys remember in season one, they wanted uh, her back because. She she was like the 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 uh uh the a, com- a perfect clone for for Boba Fett you know like it was like a complete almost match 
plus more. They were hinting at something. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I could I could easily see them going that route where they made a force sensitive clone, which supposedly yeah. wasn't possible. And it's like I really hope they don't do that. Please, no. But I I, I really, but if that's what's gonna happen, I I really hope it's not her. I want I want I want somebody else. I want I want record to be the fucking Jedi. <laughs> Or or I, or 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 um uh snippy snee snippy snippy sniper one. What's his name? Um. Oh. Uh, huh. Crosshair. Crosshair. Yeah. No, I, I'd I'd rather no, have him be, be Jedi Omega. than. It's gonna be Omega. They're gonna do it just for you. Yeah. yeah it's, with, with the fucking pink, <laughs> you know, pink lightsaber, right? Just just. I mean, it like... makes sense. That would be the ultimate clone, a force-sensitive clone. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> yeah, that's true, but again, yeah. if, if that's the, the route they're going... Uh, just up the fucking midi-chlorium. Just boost boost it. Boost it, baby. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But, you know, as long, I'm going to research it right now. I'm going to look for, like, a fucking wooden lightsaber hilt, so uh, I want one. Because <laughs> Gunji Gun was awesome, so... Yeah. Pinhead, what do you think of the the Bad Batches? <laughs> I haven't even seen it. Okay. Nice. He's watching awesome. the Clone Wars. Yeah. I'm watching the Clone Wars right now. There you go. I'm Let still hating. It. It'll I'm, happen now. I'm, I'm in my world over here hating Ahsoka still. <laughs> Pinhead, give give it. I give it a few more episodes. Trust me. We'll I, I hate. I hated Ahsoka, the the first few seasons too. Up until that one. Of fucking turning point episode, and then, and then, yeah. I, and then at that point, I'm like, yeah, she's not bad. The fugitive <laughs> remake really, really helped click it all together for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but but for me, I, again, Omega, just the actress. I don't know who she is. She's an Asian Australian actress. Hunter, Rekka, Mika. Tick. It, it, it's 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 the it's the dumb it's the dumb New Zealand. Uh, act, uh, fucking accent. They're just like she's not even. Know, it, she's not even New, Ze- New Zealand. I, I don't know. It, don't, so, don't, it sounds. Don't, it sounds don't, New Zealand to me. So don't, it, don't that's not an Aussie accent to me. Up with the Australians, they hate that shit. Oh yeah. Well, no, oh, actually, I I apologize. I was mistaken. <laughs> okay. Michelle Ang is a New Zealand actor. Oh, okay. Ooh. Thank you. Known for her Thank role you. as Lord. Okay, she was in, but she was in an Australian television soap opera. Boom. Yeah. So I was nice. still on the money. <laughs> no, but but like, you know, it's the, okay. the accent. You hate all teenagers. That's okay. Everyone. No, it's Rika. You know, like the, the thing, like because because like if, if you hear Australians say "wrecker," it's like oh, "wrecker," "wrecker," like you know, with the little like Rika. oh my. No, but Hunter. that Rika. Hunter. Eco, eco. It's not eco. It's echo. God damn it! I was laughing yeah. so damn hard, bro. I was listening to the podcast that you guys did a while ago, and Kuya was oh. ranting about her reaching for the for the treasure, like you know, Last Crusade. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, it, I could not stop. I laughing. still remember that shit, dude. No, dude like, I, I, that's all I thought about after you, you told me that. I didn't even think about that until that. Because <laughs> it, it's so fucking. I'm like, I can do it. I can do it, like Indy. Indy, I can Jones. reach it. I can still like, reach I'm it. Like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I, I hope fucking like Echo dropped your ass. Like, you know, like, I was just like, but oh God, no, it, it, it's not going to happen, but it's, it's, it is what it is. It but again, me. the the action, the, the, the animation for it, it was great. 
Um, I like the little uh, nod to the Navi of uh, James Cameron's uh, epic uh, cinema. Uh, with, like, you know, when they when they touch the trees and yeah, uh, ask, per, ask permission from the from you know the from Awa. They're not having hey. ponytail sex with the trees. But it's okay. But it's okay. They don't need to. They they're using the force, so they're forcing themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I I put this. I yeah, I, I got that nod too. It was like a, a definite, like you know, hint hint to Avatar. It, it's sure. fu- it for me. The, the the episode is fine. Again, I I I'm always I'm gonna be always annoyed by by fucking, uh, uh you know Omega, Omega. and yeah, and that's yeah. it. I'm gonna be completely annoyed. The, the episodes are <laughs> yeah, fine. Hating on your own kind too, an Asian <laughs> actress. <laughs> I'm not from New Zealand, so fuck that and bitch. Asian Michelle Ang. <laughs> I'm not from New Zealand, dude. Ang. I'm not. I'm not from New Zealand. Michelle I'm Ong. sorry. It should be Michelle Ong. I'm, oh, not New, I'm not. I'm not from New Zealand. So he kills me, bro. Yeah. Uh, if I'm from New Zealand, right? I'd be like, you oh, Jess, Asian, right? Jess, oh my God, Jess. You an Asian, right? Ah, uh, no, I'm Hispanic. What are you talking about? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, like indigenous tribe. Colonized by Spain. What the, what the fuck is that? That is Mike. uh Filipino. <laughs> Indigenous tribe colonized by Spain. Right? Mexico, uh damn near most of South America except for Brazil. So where is the Philippines located? I, it in doesn't South matter East? where it's located. In Southeast it, it, Asia. It, in it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what the location is. In Southeast Mexico, Southeast Spain. <laughs> It doesn't matter what it is, colonized by Spain, bro. I'm just telling you this right now. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. You don't need to tell me this. I know this. Mike, Mike, I don't know. I don't even know why why you're arguing with this. You're you're fucking more more Spanish than I am. Dude, I, hey, to be in all fairness, I mean, I think I already told Mike this, but like when I first met Mike, I was like, is that a Mexican Elvis? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he had he had he had the sideburns back in the day. Oh, that's, oh my that's god! The best thing because people think I'm Mexican, but then they're speaking Tagalog and they can shit talk, and then I can be like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can bust out of Tagalog. I, I can understand you, like, motherfucker. What the fuck? <laughs> like that episode of Seinfeld. Oh yeah, dude. Where he goes to the uh, Korean nail salon with the lamp. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> I am the ultimate spy. Oh, <laughs> His oh, only weakness is Coke, guys. <laughs> Not cocaine, Coca-Cola. <laughs> so, yeah, there's the Bad Batch. Uh, moving on to Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, the three of you have finally seen it. It's now on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It, it dropped uh, days ago on Feb 1st. So, uh, uh, your guys' thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I I really liked the Atlanteans, bro. They were so dope. I I loved like the Maya. It felt like Apocalypto and Jason Momoa mm-hmm. had a baby, and it was like so dope. And uh, oh my gosh, that dude from Narcos. I forget his name. Is he from Narcos? The guy I, that plays uh Namor. Namor. I, I believe so. I yeah I I love that actor man he's he was awesome bro definitely the show stealer of that movie because honestly kind of a snoozer with everything else uh, every time the Atlantean were on screen that, I was kind of just like 
Yeah. Uh, I, that that uh, uh, Nemora was kind of nice. Is it Tenok or Tenosh? I think it's Tenok Huerta. Yeah. Yeah. Tenosh Huerta. No, yeah. And I loved his like right hand people. I think he had like two of them, right? Nemora Nemora and uh, the other guy. Dude, yeah, with the 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 hammerhead on his head. It was so dope. Um, Yeah, no, it was, you know, it was, it was something. Uh, It was something. (laughs) It was, uh, I like the choreography, actually. I think this is probably one of the better choreography fighting scenes in a Marvel movie since probably like Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, really cool stuff they were doing with the spears. And I love I love those, the bald ladies with the spears. They're like my favorite part of like the Wakanda stuff. Um, the Dora Milaje? Yeah, thank you. I, I see, I couldn't say that to save my life. So I had to like simplify it. <laughs> but no, I, I just... I just think they're so cool, dude. Uh, the the their new suits at the end I thought were kind of weird. I know they're comic accurate, but they're just like, eh. They take yeah, away I the whole vibe. For I didn't me. like that either. I didn't like. Yeah, it. I, I I love the traditional stuff, like the way they look when they're fighting in the traditional armor and stuff. I think that looks super cool. Um. So yeah, those like little squid outfits look kind of weird. Um. <clears throat> I thought that Ironheart was very lazy writing and just kind of like thrown into this movie when I could have easily. Because. Yeah, just because. And I could have done without her character altogether. And the story, like if she was removed, I think the story would have been like the same. So, uh, yeah, I could have done without her. I wanted more backstory with Namor. I, I feel like they, they definitely like filled in all my questions. They answered everything, but I just, I don't know. I felt like I just wanted more of his character. I didn't really buy Siri taking him down at the end. I, he was just way too strong. I, I felt it kind of like plot convenient that he got clapped there at the end. Um, good character development for her, I guess. I liked Killmonger coming back um, and her, him just being like, but see, I, I felt like he was kind of wasted because she didn't do what he said. Like, if she had done what he said and, like, finished him, then it's like, all right, I could see why Killmonger was in this movie because he was a big influence to Siri. Um, but I also get Shuri, why they... Shuri. Shuri, sorry. Uh, I get why they didn't. So, you know, eh, make her a good guy. Make her pure, all that stuff. I get it. Uh, Disney's going for the heroes can do no wrong kind of thing. Everybody's Captain America. Yada, yada, yada. Um. I, I love the tribute to uh, Chadwick. Uh, I love that a lot. Yep. There was a couple times, though, where, like, I felt like the story was just jumping all over the place. Like, we have, like, action, slow, action, slow, weird transition scenes. Uh, now some backstory, action, uh, back to uh, slow. It's like, dude, pick a lane and stay there, please. Uh so that's probably my lazy review of Wakanda Forever. I mean, it was, I think it was better than what Phase Four has popped out so far. I think it's probably the better Phase Four movie. Like, they were definitely going for something. They stuck the landing on quite a bit. I like that Namor didn't die or Namor didn't die because uh, I really want to see more of his character. I think he's absolutely fascinating. So, yeah, I'm done. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I read the script, so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was cool. Like again, I understood why why people said it was kind of a, like a letdown and stuff like that. But like you know, I was just heated with with fucking soups and, and his. Um, Pretentious ass. That's why I, I just like you know. How dare you fucking wait? What did he say? I, I know you guys talked about. Oh, real quick too. I I, I love the music. Music was like banger after yeah. banger after banger. Anyway, so what did Soup say though? Soup said that the, like you know, not gonna lie, this this was kind of like a letdown type of thing. And I, I think that's what I expected. Yeah, it, like it was it was it was kind of like you know, kind of accurate with what he said. However, it, it wasn't. Like a letdown, it's just more like no. there's like a, a couple of pieces missing. He didn't say it was a letdown, he said it was a step down. Oh, he said it was a step down, yeah, which is fucking worse. I think it's worse than whatever, but <laughs> it's for, like, dude, for, you... for, for me, for me, it, it it just needed a couple of more pieces. It just needed, like, you know, the, the heart of the heart got ripped off or ripped away because, fucking, you know, yeah, and like that's gonna happen, he died, yeah. you know, yeah, Chadwick died. So they filled the story well as far as I, I think yeah. they best they could. You know, I, I, mean? I, I really don't think that the original story was this because this was the, it, it felt like it was a patchwork. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, the original story was supposed to be T'Challa and his son. And yeah, then right. T'Challa and his son, yeah. And, you know, for, for, for me, like Shuri, the, 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 the revenge plot, the, the thing, you know, the. In in order for us to honor uh, the, the late King T'Challa, they they what they shut themselves down again. Right. I, I I never understood that shit. You know, mm. um, I understood because they they were trying to hoard the, or keep the the resources of of the, you know, of vibranium from from any, anybody else, and that's fine. I, I can understand that. It makes sense to me. Yeah, as a country, I get it. But you know, I mean? you know they 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 can still help out with in other means. You know, it wasn't it wasn't just the thing, but like I understood, I understood what what they were what they were, they were trying to do. Yeah, but like you know, their heart was broken, and I'm sure she deserves the the award that that uh, or the the recognition of her like having a chance to win an, uh, an Oscar uh, with this one. You know, for Angela Bassett and everything. Oh, that for she, her mom. Yeah, she was she was very strong. And, no, she's she's great. I think she's a great actor. So yeah. she's a good job. I get it. I, I I really feel that Nakia would have been a much better Panther. Oh explain. yeah, I get it. Explain. Um, explain because one, she has a fat ass. <laughs> okay. Oh my story. god. For the story, why would it be better? I'd like to hear it. And in, in the story, wise she she's the much better soldier. She's the much better agent. She's the much more superior fighter. Yeah. Um, if, if she took the the heart. Shaped herb, she would have had the the best heart because she she knew she knew what 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 T'Challa was telling people about you know in regards to like you know introducing Wakanda to to the rest of the world. I would say that, that I would say that she has part of his soul. Yep. Wow. And I think I, I think know, it would have been more, it would have been much more of a good transition. Mm-hmm. And then sure, you know, if Shuri would would have been like, hey, you know what, you can be, you, you know, you can be. You can be Black Panther up until I am ready to be, become one. Then, then I would have understood. But like she, she took on the role, which is in the comic books that's very accurate. And that she, she took over. But you know, her thing doing for revenge is not. It's kind of like it's kind of backwards to what the whole yeah. thing. Which I get is also what they're kind of going for too. You know. Yeah, and you know, it's not really. 
you know, the, the, the thing that, that, that the child wanted anyways was was all that stuff. Um, uh, Kuku Khan, uh, you know, uh, you know, Feather Serpent God, Namor, Namor, so the Submariner, fucking amazing. Yeah. He, he, he knocked it out of the park. He, he would, he would, he's the kind of villain that Marvel needs right mm-hmm. now in regards to like somebody yeah. that you want to root for, but somebody you absolutely would want to fucking hate because, 100%. because he, he, his type of villainy was like, I love my people and I will do anything and everything to fucking keep them safe. Right, and I and that means burning the whole fucking world down, and I, I'm I'm excited because that's exactly what Doctor Doom is. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Kang was, in in the comic books. So hopefully they follow this kind of this kind of little little, you know, little thing of benevolence in in in, in the hope of or in 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 the f- scope of villainy that that they have because, like. Doctor Doom is is one of the best villains ever written in the in the history of comic books, you know. And for him to get wasted after like one or two movies is bullshit. Mm-hmm. So he needs he needs to be there for the for the, the whole lifetime. Um, again, Riri was not 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 needed, but they needed to advertise her so that the Ironheart uh, TV show would be awesome. So they, they had to put her in. Somewhere. I get it. I just it's um, so lazy. I know they um the the and she looks like a part. damn Power Ranger, bro. I, I mean, <laughs> come on. I, <laughs> she, it looks she, so she corny, bro. It looks so corny. She did, I guess, but they'll, they'll 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 fix it because again, that's what kind of technology they can't. She can't keep it, so she'll she'll use her MacGyverism to to fig, to figure something out. Um. The Dora Milaje was awesome. The I, I love the they, they should have done more of a backstory with the uh what what who's the main one? Dora Milaje. The general? Uh, yeah, the one that uh what what's her name? Um uh, I yeah, I forget her name. But um her relationship with the with the 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 husband from, from the, the last uh, movie. I didn't even know they were married. I thought they were just boyfriend girlfriend. The last wait wait her husband who the the guy that betrayed uh, Chadwick in the first movie. That was his husband. I, that was her her husband. Oh, is that the the the, the dude with the like the baboon on his chest on his armor? The big guy? Is that her? No, no 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 not. Uh, I love the, that the guy. guy. The the guy the guy that uh, betrayed him like the guy that uh, had the the shield you know. Oh girls. oh yeah yeah yeah. So they like he. Him, him, and uh, Okoye. That's there you go. That's her name. Okoye. Her, uh, him, and Okoye were married, and I just found out like in, in this movie that they were married. I was like, oh, now, now it makes more sense that like, like the her, her duty to to back up uh, Chadwick, you know, T'Challa versus yeah. you know, you know, versus him is a much more of a pain and you know, a heartbreak than. Than uh boyfriend girlfriend, so I, under- I understood that more. I was like, oh okay, but they could have expanded it a little bit better. Um, the the cringe part for me is, um, Val, and uh, Agent whatever his name is Everett Ross. Yeah, I didn't realize that they were married, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? So they were divorced in this movie. Yeah, yeah. 
was, and, then, it was weird. And, then, and then she was talking about you know she was just like you know being all sexual with him and all that stuff and it was kind of cringy but you know elaine is always cringy for me so do that and, elaine you know, dance yeah but um yeah i mean i i was entertained when i when i saw wakanda forever it, it was fine it wasn't as good as the first one i can i can i, I can safe, safely say that but it sure as hell is not a fucking letdown like like you know or a step down like like fucking soup said so it's what i guy. expected i mean honestly so, it's what i expected you know yeah. like if the, if the heart of the movie fucking died you know yeah you, 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 you get you get justice league so basically this is the justice league of uh, you know of the marvel mcu i guess sure i, I mean justice I, league I, is pretty I, bad, I can say I, but... I can i can i can kind of compare it like that in a sense like it's entertaining but it's not the real thing yeah. So, I don't know. But that's just my my thoughts on it. Pinhead, uh, your thoughts, please. I respect this movie, but I fucking hated this film. Mm. Stoops is wrong. He's it's a hundred steps down from the original one. I didn't give a fuck about the tuna titans of the sea. <laughs> I don't care the Nimrodians <laughs> or whatever the fuck they're called. I didn't care about Namor or Namor. Like they couldn't even get it. They couldn't even figure out what they wanted to call him in the movie because the the fucking queen calls him Namor in this shit with her Wakandan <laughs> accent. So they couldn't even decide what his name was. I didn't care about him and his little cupid boots, the flying <laughs> around. I don't. I, I didn't give a fuck. None of these people were intimidating. None of the villains I could give two fucks about. Shiri. <sighs> Becoming the Black Panther, I understood why it was necessary. She's the next one in the line of succession, mm-hmm. especially because they X'd out the queen. I just didn't care about this movie. It was like watching paint dry on the wall. It was so boring. By the time they got to the action sequence at the end, I was like, mm. I literally turned this movie off and went and watched Black Mafia Family. And then I watched Phantasm for the hundredth time. I turned it back on the next day and I almost turned it off again. I'm glad I didn't see this in theater because one of two things would have happened. I would have either willingly took a nap or I would have walked the fuck out of the theater. This movie was trash. And it's not, I'm sorry, I, I get it. Chadwick died, but this is not a good tribute to his falling and his death. I thought this movie was trash. Um, the music was serviceable. It was fine. I don't think there was banger after banger after banger. I did like the end credits. Um, Riri Williams, completely different than what she is in the comic, which I guess is to be expected because I don't remember her being a college student in fucking the comic books when she first started out, but, you know, I could be wrong. Um this movie was just garbage to me. If I had to give it a rating, it's a two out of ten. It, 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 it's the, it's the Halloween ends of Marvel films for me. Like it's just grot, grot after grot. And this is what Angela's being nominated for. She's had so many fantastic roles as an actress. This is what you're nominating her for with an Oscar. This is a disgrace. This film sucked. I hated this film. 
I, I couldn't hate this film. And their, and their blue avatar fucking suits. I, I, like the squid. This I get it. That's the best <laughs> she could come up with. Of course, in her defense, she only had a week. So, because they gave him a week. And the Marvel humor. I'm so sick of the fucking Marvel humor. This hammered it home to the inappropriate areas of Marvel humor. Like when she's down there and Namor is being serious. She's like, if we go down to the surface, it'll crush your skull. Or I can just give you a suit. Oh, yeah. It's like, that is so fucking cringe Marvel humor. I can't stand and other shit like that. Dude, the one. Shut the fuck up. The one scene that made me laugh that I like I got a genuine laugh out of me was like I forget the dude's name but like he's one of my favorite characters he's again the, the big Umbaku. dude Umbaku, Umbaku thank you he had that line where he was like oh maybe the queen will reward her with uh, a lifetime of banishment and it's like dude I freaking love that that line so much <laughs> and see I like her I like I like Michonne from The Walking Dead she's fucking awesome and I like her yeah. in these movies and it's just like the the shit where she didn't look right in her makeup that was cringe humor. Yeah, that's pretty bad. The, the shit where the shit where Angela Bassett was they had her the queen was. Well, tell me it's a professor, please. I was like, you guys are such <laughs> tryhards with this humor, and it fucking sucks. This movie is shit, and I hated every minute of it except for the end when the credits rolled. I was I was great. <laughs> That was great. I was like, good, it's over. For a second, great. I thought you were gonna be like, you like you liked uh young baby uh T'Challa the second, but yeah, not yeah. even oh yeah, that was the night that's a shit I didn't see coming a hundred miles away from Wakanda. <laughs> I was like, oh, right before they even said, I'm like, oh, T'Challa Jr., great. And then sure enough, I was hoping I was wrong, but Hundred miles away, you pitched it and you showed me Tetralogy. I will say I like I, I like his Luang. name. I like his French name, but better Tucson. Tucson is actually Bart, better than or whatever it was. Bart or whatever. It, it, it was, no, it was Tucson. Tucson. <laughs> oh yeah, Tucson. Well, you know Tucson. Toodaloo. That's what I say for this fucking movie. <laughs> I hope they do a uh, they do like a Lion King in like the next one. So when when uh, Toodaloo tur- uh, grows up, like Shuri pulls like a. <laughs> Pulls a long live the king and like yeets him off a cliff or something like that. And that way she can buy that for a dollar. I'd watch that movie. (laughs) So I'd watch that movie multiple times. I'm hoping for Black Panther 3, uh, T'Challa will return and then they just just cast Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) Yeah, I thought he would have been an excellent like Black Panther. They bring him back from the spirit world or something like that. I think that'd be super dope, but. Um, I, 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 heard, mean, I, just, I, heard... I just love the first one so much. This movie, this movie, and over, and it wasn't just because of Chadwick, but the overall escape of first Black Panther was fantastic. This movie was trash. I, I heard that that was the like when when they found out that Chadwick passed away, that that was going to be the they're going to figure something out that, that that Michael B. Jordan will come back as Killmonger. They should, have. but 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 they they would have it would have done like a like a CGI conversation with the T'Challa or whatever. You know, some some shit, yeah. you know, yeah. some shit that they they, they were going to do. They should have It's going to be it's going to convince him to be a much more benevolent king than than uh, than whatever. But then I was thinking to myself, 
Nah, nah. If fool's too set in his ways, he wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it wouldn't like, seem right. Which I I get it. It just he'd be super cool as a panther. Well, like I said, I don't. I, they didn't even necessarily. They should have had to done something. They should have done better villains than the Tuna Titans of the Sea. Like I don't. I don't give a fuck about these guys. The Nimrodians. <laughs> I could give zero fucks about. Like, so you, who cares? You like you didn't like Namor, huh? No, I didn't care about him and his little Cupid boots and shit flying over there and his stupid <laughs> shitty jokes and you know. I, I noticed he, he said mutant Chris, for the first time. Yeah. He said, he said he's, I'm the mutant. I'm the first mutant I, or something like that. I'm a mutant. Yeah. See, I was so bored to tears. I didn't even catch that. Like my favorite, I will say my favorite part is when she Wakanda forever him and burn him to a crisp. I was like, all right, finally, we got some real fish on the barbecue here. Good. <laughs> Get rid of the fuck and let's be done with this movie. But then he touched water and everything's fine now. Yeah, and then he and that's a, the, the cop out, the taking away kills like Halloween. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, he, he he got a drink, he got a drink from his sippy cup of water, and now he's okay, <laughs> like he's fucking Aquaman. Good for him. Oh man, I mean that that big ass flood could, should have killed like what like most of the population of Wakanda, right, dude? But that's or, what I mean, saying, like, all like, of the capital city. But they were but, about but to pull like, an Atlantis on Wakanda. But then, like, but then you know, oh, this is just a warning. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'll give you one week. I'm like, any intimidation factor that I had with you, you threw it out the window because not only did you fall back and give it a warning, you give him one week. Mm-hmm. Plenty of time for the Wakandans to figure out something to put Rock a whooping on your ass because, you know, plot device. Mm-hmm. Plot, uh, plot time. So uh, I've, I've had enough of it. Fuck Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> all righty well you guys got to see that now um yeah uh another movie that i saw on hbo max that i understand everyone has seen is the menu i did i saw which that. i thought was interesting um yes so you got ray fines you got anya taylor joy nicholas holt hong chow john leguizamo and of course a bunch of other actors. I love Leguizamo, man. That guy yeah. is awesome. He's actually quite uh, had quite a year with all the movies that he's uh, been. Yeah, in, he's been crushing uh, it within the last year. Uh, so, ready for dinner? A couple who travels to an exclusive restaurant are shocked to see what's on the menu in this delectable horror <laughs> satire. Um, I thought it was very random that one of the the sous chef was from Sparks, Nevada. Dude, I said the same thing, and he actually like, said Nevada right, too. Unlike, yeah, exactly. Unlike that, every too. other movie I've That's ever That's the heard. one that I was impressed about the most. But yeah, same, dude. What got me was Sparks, Nevada. <laughs> yes. Oh, he said Sparks. I'm like, Not Reno, yeah. It wasn't Reno. It was Sparks, Nevada. No, like, when, when, he said, when, he said, when he said Sparks, Nevada, I was like, wait, is that is that was that my classmate in the culinary school? Like, dude, like, some, dude, somebody in the writing room is from Sparks, Nevada, or no? Because I, I went, I went to TMCC, the culinary uh, section over there in TMCC. So like, I fucking and, I, and like, I swear when he said it right, I was like, Mike has to have a smile on his face that yeah, he actually I was like, got it correct. Like, yeah, dude, I, I even had a smile on my face. I was shocked, like a true Nevadan. Hundred <laughs> percent, dude. And that's what 100%. I'm fucking talking about. Hollywood got it right this time. Finally, it was so it was so out of the blue though. Like, who mentions that name and and yeah? And when I heard, when I heard it, I rewind I re I rewinded it just to make sure. Like, I heard that right, Sparks, Nevada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a trip, dude. But yeah, yeah um, I really liked it. Uh, Ray Fiennes, of always a fantastic <laughs> performer. 
Um, but you really got a wide range of emotions and uh, uh, of a performance here from him. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. I, I liked the 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 fuck yous to the all the food. To everybody. To everyone. Pretty to much. Everybody, uh, yeah. yeah. That fucking cheeseburger, man. Oh, oh it made me want a cheeseburger. Oh, it looked so good. Me dude. too, man. It <laughs> yeah. did. I was I like, got, oh. got, got my mouth it, watering for sure. It it, it, it it was for me, it was like such a clever movie in, in regards to like, it was so simple with the premise. Like, you know, they're gonna they're gonna feed people. But I did, you know, the 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 twist, like you know, at the at the thing. Oh, these these are people that did horrible things. And I'm right. like, okay. I thought I was thinking to myself, like, what well, what kind of horrible things that, like, you know, whatever, whatever. It was like little petty things, like the 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 old guy, you know, the old guy with the you know, with the wife in the restaurant. He uh he hired uh Anya Taylor to dress up like the the daughter so he can masturbate. I was yep. like, wow, that's that's some sick shit right there. Beat like, okay. meat. That's a petty yeah. thing. No, it's pretty. It's pretty petty compared uh, like to to like the evil th- no, the other the, evils in the, the world. The petty right? one was that that was one day off. He saw his like crap <laughs> yeah, movie. The movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The that, movie was, that was that was petty, bro. I was like, oh come on, man, why'd you have to do like, drama like that? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was fun. No, it was it was funny. Like uh, he was just, oh yeah, I like that one. You know, whatever. Yeah, because he got like, tired of like him like accepting that he's an artist. Kudos, kudos to Nicholas Holt for being a super yelper. God damn it, I, he he nailed that fucking. <laughs> like you know when he was just like oh, mm, the the, mm, the the oh my god the 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 complete you know the composition of this blah 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 mm, so sublime. Oh my god, yeah. I was just like. I hate those fucking people. I liked his twist though. That's what got me. Oh his yeah, twist on his character. Like, like he couldn't cook for shit. Yeah. Well, no, no. It was just the fact that like he knew what was happening. Which, because the whole time I was like, why is he normal? Or like, why is he right, not right. reacting? He's not surprised or anything. Yeah. Yeah, and like the fact that he just he, so selfish. He like called her. He hired her because they, yeah. you know, because yeah, because they they broke up or whatever. Yeah, it's so I, I don't know. It yeah, it was it was, was good. Different. This was different from the, the movie was different from the movie I've envisioned in my mind from the trailer too because in the trailer when I saw it I imagined that it was gonna be a cult of cooks cooking people and eating them. I thought the same. Yeah, exactly what okay, I thought. Okay, but, but it was real. Was it was real food. It was real food. I, I thought they were gonna make them human human meat and put them in the food and eat them. I was like, what? The marketing for this like, movie was god awful. It was terrible. Was so it was bad. bad. Because so it made me if I if I had got not the whole story but just gotten a little bit of what I would have went to the theater to see it. That mark that yep. marketing is what turned me off to not go at me thinking that it was going to be a cult of cooks yep. doing some fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre shit, putting it in the stew. Same, I'm like, I'm, I'm out. So the, you're right, Jester. The marketing was fucking god awful. Because if they hadn't done that, I would have. If I would have even not the story, just got the t- glimpse of what we did get, I would have went and seen this film in the theater willingly. Yeah. If I knew if it was a satire off the bat, I would have gone and watched yeah, it too. Exactly. Yeah, because like yeah, it, it was like great. Taking the piss out of Gordon Ramsay. Let's just come on. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I would have been first like in line everybody. opening day. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's the exact thing that I thought when I first saw the trailer, and that's why I was—I I almost saw this at the movie theater, um, but I just never had the chance to. But when I did see the trailer, it already made me think like, "Oh, are they? Is there gonna, the is the big twist going to be revealed that everything that they're eating was, you know, or is, is basically human. from human human uh, flesh?" 
Yeah, um, see, but, okay, yeah. I'm glad. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought I was losing my mind. No, yeah, you're not alone on that one. That's what I. That's what I told Jester, and that's why when I watched the movie, I was waiting for that twist, and then it's like, oh no, it's not. It's completely different. It was a better. It's, it's, a, it's yeah, an it actual. It's an actual surprise. fucking restaurant. <laughs> right. It was a pleasant surprise. I was like, oh, this is cool. I would have went and seen this in the theater. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And I, I thought it was studio. really <laughs> odd and weird how when they were showing all the guests around the place in the quarters of the, the staff, all the beds are there. And then even the showers were open showers and so were the toilets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, there's a cult. There's something going on here. It's definitely culty. It right. was weird. This the way it all started was weird. No, and but, that's that, I... that, that, but that's the thing with um with like like prestigious like restaurants like this like like these the staff these guys are so loyal to the to the, the head chef anything and everything goes no it is yeah like, it's very cold like you know <laughs> they're very loyal they you know it's very culty like they, yeah. they, they they they're willing to to kill themselves for the for the for the chef that's why it's, it's for me i was like laughing most of the time because of the fact that like it reminded me of like my time in in the restaurants like when like oh yeah chef like, you know like that's the only <laughs> fucking thing i heard so, like so you had you had a lot of guys killing themselves, <laughs> the cutting their throats in, in the culinary no, places you've been I, on. That's... It's it's just the the triggers, like all the all the things, like when when he claps. Remember, like when everybody gets like all jumpy. Yeah. yeah. Like like one of one of the chefs that we had, I people like you know the, the like he sounded like a drill sergeant, and it, it just like it rattles everybody, and like like you know everybody started like started fucking like working harder, so. Like it was cool. Like for for me, it, it was very clever in in a sense. Like you know, like I never knew. I, I never thought of it as like a horror movie. Like I was just like, oh, it's you know, it's kind of like you know, the, you know, I I wasn't looking for any twist or anything. I just thought it was like when when I saw it, like you know, the the first thing that the, it reminded me, like, okay, the 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 guys can go, and then all of a sudden that one bro fucking started running. <laughs> before he even finished, bro. I was yeah, you know, me. and I I was laughing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's 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 gonna be that that t- that typical bro. And then I didn't realize that it was actually a real bro. Like you know, like when they were talking, we're like, bro, do you know who we are, bro? Like you know, <laughs> yeah. like we're, we're fucking. I, I'm like, yeah, you're you're one of those bro fuckers. I hate that. You know, so like, it it was for me. It was kind of nice just to see like like things that that annoy me. We're getting addressed by 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 a script, and like, you know, I I hate pretentious people like that. I hate fucking like super yelpers. I hate people that that say you know like all the bro fucking people like oh do you know who we are, bro? Like I don't I can't stand them. So I was, so for for me like I felt like I was the chef. I was just like you know like yeah let, let me let me kill these motherfuckers easily. It was a movie. Yeah. I know specifically tailored for Takuya. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not, but again, that that goddamn cheeseburger made me hungry. So at oh the end of the God, week, it was just after I watched after I watched it, I went and grabbed the I went and grabbed the cheeseburger. So it was it, good. In, in the morbid sense, it was a fun movie and it was different. It's not like something that I would typically expect from, especially mm-hmm. the, the genre. <clears throat> um, so I, I I like that I didn't know anything about the movie going in. Um. So I would say that because um, it's not even horror. I'd say that it was more suspenseful than anything because you weren't really sure what was going to happen. And that's a good thing with this movie because the way like the way it ended, 
the 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 s'mores dude that killed me i i couldn't stop laughing i thought that was so freaking yeah, funny the and, and the way he the way he explained it it was like the most egregious fucking <laughs> assault on your yeah, assault on your senses the small <laughs> yeah dude and i was like yeah i fucking hate that dessert too <laughs> so, um so i don't know so i i liked i liked well here's the thing once once the tortillas came out i knew what direction they were going in a sense yeah but I had no idea that the staff was all going to die with them. I liked that yeah, little yeah. twist too. Um, so yeah, there was just things about it that I was like, yeah, this is, this is fun in the morbid sense. This is fun. And I like that. The, <laughs> I like the, no the mystery that you were having with her too. Like that was a nice side story. That was, that was a nice mystery. I enjoyed that. There was the main story that was going on and then hers and yep. you know, it, it all made sense. I thought that was really well done. I like the attack on the 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 the, the food critic. Like you know, the the sauce is a little burnt. Oh so yeah, can, and so he gave her like, giving her sauce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, oh, the, or the sauce was broken or something like that. Yeah. Emulsification or the emulsion. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so he yeah. gave her a bigger one. Gave her <laughs> every yeah, single they, time. It was like, oh, heard, don't forget your. They could hear everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I I thought it was great, and I loved um. Oh, gosh, what was her name? She was the host. Yeah, yeah. The the, the Asian yeah. Lady. Yeah. She was she great, was badass. I love her. <laughs> yeah. like, like, how, how, she, how, how she right? How she dealt with the bros. Like, do you know who who we are? He's yes. like, yeah, yeah. No, you cannot have anything else. No, you cannot. Breadless bread. Yeah, <laughs> no, breadless bread. And like Nicholas yeah, uh, Holt is like, it's, like, oh, it's so okay. Genius. I understand. Oh, God. It's, it's amazing. It's just like... I actually got like extremely angry with his character uh before like the reveal. Mm. Um when he like called her a child and stuff like that. I got extremely angry mm. at his character. Um uh, and then the way he ended, I thought it was very uh uh fitting. You know what I mean? Just humiliated and then hung himself. That was yeah. fantastic. The 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 worst thing is like I feel I feel for the guy because like if if I go to like a like a nice restaurant or a fancy restaurant and, and I see something pretty, I I have to take a picture. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm I'm that guy. There's the tortilla you know, shot of him like right. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah for, for for me like when 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 you know it's like oh no pictures please and I was like god damn it like, he's gonna take a lot of pictures. Yeah, 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 and that's what he did. And then he's like oh my god like they, they caught me they caught Should me. I apologize. Should I apologize. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's funny. <clears throat> it was, and I like the one guy like when they had the forty-five second head start. <clears throat> the staff chasing them made me laugh too. The way they all just like went sprinting after everybody, and then uh, when the last guy was found, he just like opened it and like handed him like the, the they, he even got a prize. Got <laughs> yeah, the, dude, congratulations for being the last one. The last one. So disrespectful, bro. <laughs> so degrading. Like, congratulations on being the last one. Here's your prize. You, you can eat this now. This is he your ate meal. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Holt was like what did you guys have like the girls what yeah did you he's staring have? in the window bro it's like really man what's the matter with you yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It, it was good like it was a it was a fun watch yeah it was I, I I would highly recommend it to to people like it doesn't matter like what you know it was entertaining I, I'd say that it's better that if you don't know anything about it going in I know we just spoiled yeah. like literally everything but you know, but watch it anyway. Yeah, watch it anyway. It's fun. It, it's a good watch. So yeah. Yep. But uh, I know we're probably gonna move on, but I I do have to go and go to sleep because I gotta wake up hella early. 
All righty. Um, well, but I enjoyed you. this time. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mike, so much. Oh, yeah, of course. No Appreciate it. All right, guys. Night, you guys have man. a wonderful night. All right. You too. Bye-bye. All righty. So now we're moving on. Uh, we're going to have a movie review by Pinhead mm. for another – is it a horror comedy? It's a horror comedy. Horror yes. comedy, which I am interested in seeing. I want to see it. I do want to check it out. Megan. So we got to talk about Megan. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it was pretty good. I I have to give it a pass. Um, Now that I understand what it is, knowing that it is a horror comedy, because see, this is why I get sick of studios. First, they build it as a horror movie straightforward. Then they build it as a comedy. Now they're, it came out it's straight up a horror comedy it's actually a pretty damn good movie it's not perfect at all by any means but in the horror community we're going to take what we can get at this point um it was it was a pretty fair movie i enjoyed it i can't say much about it without really spoiling it so i'm going to go very lightly on this review i i liked i forgot her name she's from girls she's the one that designs Megan, she created her. I forgot her name, but she was really good in it. This movie is actually pretty good considering it's a spite film. This movie was made by Universal out of spite for the Child's Play remake that MGM did. They've even admitted that this is made for spite. They hated that movie. So, and this was a better film. This is what everybody wanted in the Mark Hamill Child's Play remake with Aubrey Plaza just without the child's play name the little girl was kind of annoying but at the, at the same time I understand why she was the way she was because it's not a big spoiler that tells you in the trailer her parents were killed so Megan literally has to become her companion and as you're seeing like it's creepy there's certain points where it's really creepy how Megan tunes because in in the beginning the girl has to be connected she's programmed like with her fingertips she's secondarily programmed to megan obviously the first person is the creator but she is it's her doll like a little girl would have it's literally her doll through her fingerprints and her dna so right off the bat megan has to do everything that she needs protect her love her this that and third And the way she learns, it's fucking creepy. And whoever the actress is that does the Megan voice and does, it's actually a creepy look because she really gets into the voice acting of the doll and you get to get a perfect semblance of why this doll is the way it is and why it descends into where it goes. I can't go too much into it without spoiling it. I'll just say... My my score would be, I have to go back and see it again to be sure, but I give it a solid 7.5 out of 10, maybe even in a good, a good mood, an 8 out of 10, because I would actually enjoy a sequel. They've already greenlit the sequel, and, I've, and the twist at the end is a little, but they do set it up in the middle of the movie where you go, okay, that twist makes sense because you see her program 
herself into something that makes the movie left wide open for a sequel. I actually, I might actually go see the sequel in the theater now because this one wasn't bad. I actually enjoyed it. It was a pleasant surprise. And now I own it. So I, there was no turning back now. But I can't go into a full review without spoiling it. A lot of people haven't seen this, Mike included. And I think you'd enjoy it, Mike. Yeah. Because this isn't a straightforward horror film where you're like, you and your wife could actually watch this and enjoy it and be like, oh, okay. Because there's some genuinely, not ha-ha, but there's some good funny stuff in there. And there's, excluding the dance. I still hate the fucking dance. <laughs> except for except for one scene where she does utilize it to murder somebody. Other than that, it makes sense why she does it because the girl teach. But I think I can't go too far into it because I think even you and your wife would enjoy it because it's not a straightforward gore fest horror movie. This is just a fun time, eat your popcorn at the movies type of film. So. And it is coming out soon because, I, like I said, it's already on digital to rent and buy. And for the price they wanted to rent it, like four extra dollars, I was just like, I'll just buy the fucking thing because you're asking like $19.99 for the rental right now. So, Damn. yeah, and for four dollars extra, you could just have it forever. I'm like, it's a no brainer. Like, yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, it's still playing in theaters and it's done. Yeah, different. it's still in theaters. It's a, it's, it's a Fandango or whatever at home. It's a release right now. You can get it anywhere for a, a theater at home shit for that price, but it is coming soon as far as a full-blown release where it won't cost $19.99 to rent the fucking thing. But that's my review because I can't go too far into it without spoiling it. So, And I actually want people to see this film. It's, it's very rare where I see a film where I was like, this movie looks stupid and it actually became a pleasant surprise. So very cool. All righty. Now we're moving on to the DC universe. Uh oh. We finally got the big splash announcement <laughs> on, Jan <laughs> on January 31st. Um, we finally got uh, the new DC universe unveils the first 10 projects uh, Superman Legacy which will be the next Superman film in 2025. Uh, I think it was July, July 11th, 2025. I even told Julie, hey, make sure you're off. If you're not off, I'm going to go see Superman by myself. But I'd like you to come with me. And she's like, that's too far in advance. I'm like, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> you're safe PTO, safe PTO. Yeah, right, right. Um, so yeah, Superman Legacy in 2025, Batman and Robin movie. That's right. With not Turner Hayes, but fucking Damian Wayne. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, oh, the guys who are now in charge of the DC Universe are actually putting Damian Wayne in a Batman movie. Uh, Green Lantern series, Wonder Woman prequel, and more. So this is from Variety.com. Um, the day before, on Monday, uh, if I'm not, was it Monday? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The day before, mon Monday of last week, um, they invited uh, a certain number of press uh, to attend a presentation by James Gunn and Peter Safran. Um, and of course, the next day was January 31st, and that's when they finally announced it to the general public. Um, Holy Unified Cinematic Universe Batman, 
three months after James Gunn and Peter Safran officially started running the newly created DC studios within Warner Brothers Discovery, the co-chiefs have announced the first 10 film and TV titles within the rebooted DC universe. So on Monday, Gunn and Safran met with press on the Warner Brothers studio lot to present what they said was the first part of chapter one of the DCU, which they are calling Gods and Monsters. So that's chapter one. And everything that they revealed, the 10 projects, that is not the entire chapter one. There is more to chapter one. So there is more than 10 projects, which I'm assuming we will hear more of later on. I'm not sure, maybe we might end up hearing it before, but it sounds more like we'll probably hear all about the rest of chapter one at San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, that's the most likely. It makes more sense. Yeah. Um, they were even saying, uh, this is the speculation, but we are now into February. Um, I think he's still, uh, James Gunn is still writing that Superman legacy script. He's still finishing it. So they were saying it would be cool to see whoever they cast as the new Superman by San Diego Comic-Con. Um, at least a, a cast announcement, whether by Super with Superman or a few, you know, Superman and Batman, who knows? We'll see. Um, but as far as this announcement, we have the first ones, of course. So um, everyone knows the Batman Part 2 was also announced by Matt Reeves. That will be releasing in October of 2025. Um, so as far as the big superhero movies for 2025, we are getting Fantastic Four. We are getting... Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, if I'm not mistaken, and then Superman Legacy and Bat the Batman Part Two. So with those four movies alone for 2025, that's a pretty big year for uh, for superhero movies at least. Um, so here we have, uh, as far as the announcements, yeah, Superman Legacy set to open on July 11th, 2025. Superman Legacy will mark the start of the DCU. Uh, as Safran put it, but it will not be an origin story of the proverbial Man of Steel. Thank God. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing, Safran said. He is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks of kindness as old-fashioned. Gunn is writing the project, and Safran said he hopes Gunn can be persuaded, perhaps, to direct it as well. I think everyone is already leaning on the fact that James Gunn will be directing this. It kind of is leaning to that anyway. I mean, that's what he's done with the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Uh, he he wrote them and he directed them as well. I was gonna say, as much work as he put as he's putting into this, I can't imagine him just going, oh, "I'll let someone else do it." Right. But and it makes sense because he is a creative. It only makes sense that he is gonna start it off at least and, and uh, write and direct this first Superman movie to set the tone for this new DC universe. Uh, it only makes sense that that's what would happen. Um, so it says mm -hmm. here, let's see. Uh, so Superman is for everyone, Gunn said. That's a four quadrant film that should speak to everyone in the world. A separate Superman movie produced by J.J. Abrams through Bad Robot and written by Tanahisi Coates remains in development and would exist outside the DCU, which is the Elseworlds, Elseworlds yeah. category, which when they kept saying that Elseworlds, like the Batman, Matt Reeves uh, movies and the Joker, 
folie yep. adieu, whatever, uh, chocolate fondue, um, that, <laughs> that exists in Elseworlds. It almost sounds like, I don't know, a Snyderverse could have existed in that Elseworlds as well. They but, never said anything against it, but they never said anything for it. But yeah, so I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm that, just throwing it out there just because of the fact that right now they want to focus on the on the DCU, right? So so if there if there is some sort of crisis that like like all the the where all the these things are you know like all the Superman needs to unite or whatever, I'm sure they're gonna give Henry a call. I I'm sure they're gonna be like. You know they're they're gonna be like, hey, you you wanna you wanna don the suit for like you know like a couple of movies or something? There you go. And that's why I'm glad that they said that this new Superman it won't be an origin story because we already got a perfect Superman with an origin story. It's called Man of Steel. We don't right. need another fucking origin story. Right. So and to that, I'm looking forward to this new Superman movie because it will be a different take. It'll be something different, something hopefully mm-hmm. that we haven't seen before. So yeah. I am curious. I am excited about it. Um, and then uh, the, the biggest worry that I have, Mike, is, is the fact that everybody wants the Christopher Reeve hokey fucking by golly gee, uh, you know, let's right. go get him type of type of Superman, which it, it'll never be because it's Christopher Reeve is by himself. Right. He, he's the only he's the only actor that can pull that shit off. Right. Brandon Brandon, Brandon Routh wasn't that the 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 kid from. Uh, from Smallville wasn't that either, right? You know, no nobody can can pull that shit off. So, like th- these fans that are saying like you know they we need we need to have somebody that can act like Christopher Reeve, then no, we need somebody that can portray Superman the way that the writer wants him to be portrayed. Exactly. So th- that's basically what it is. So it's, it's still people chasing after Superman is Christopher Reeve, and hey. I love Superman Christopher Reeve film. I love one and two. Those are still classics. (laughs) Um, But that's the thing. Even Superman Superman Returns with Brandon Routh, while he was trying to do his own thing, it was still, it was essentially like a Superman 3 sequel to Superman 2. That's what Jim um, That's what. And uh, that's why I did Brian Singer. Brian Singer Singer was trying to do. And yeah. I still I like Superman Returns. I I, I did too, that that's why it failed because it was trying way too hard to be like bringing back the ghost of Christopher Reeve. Right, because that's what the fans wanted. But exactly but at when the you, time. You, exactly, but then and that's the thing. Those movies, those Christopher Reeve movies, especially one and two, exist for a reason. You you enjoy those films, then you can always revisit and you can always watch those films. Exactly. You know, hit, you know, hit the hit the the major points of, of of what Superman is as a person. That like you know, one, you know, like he he'll do whatever it takes to save the day. Two, that he, he's incorruptible. Like anything, he you know, like whatever. If he thinks what he's doing is right, nobody can fucking stop him. Right. That, that's 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 what he is. What he feels. So even if the if the government says, "Oh, you can't do the Superman," blah blah blah, I say, "No, fuck you. <laughs> I'm doing the right thing. You know, this is the right thing to do." So that's, you know, I'm 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 confident again that the James Gunn, is, you know, is going to write the the right script. He's going to hire the right actor. Uh, if he directs it, he's going to shoot the, the 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 shots that that would make it 
that that Superman would would you know would fit in this this realm because like you know with the with the complaints of uh, Man of Steel was too dark, too moody, too this, too that. You know, it whatever. You know, like if they want if they want a, a little bit more sunshine on Superman, then so be it. But he, he's not gonna he's gonna you know knowing James Gunn, he's not gonna be like oh by golly gee. You know, let me grab the fucking cat from the tree and you know give it to the little girl. Here you go, Miss. Have a nice day. I, I think I actually think we're gonna get a Superman saving a cat out of a tree. Well, then so be it. But like he's gonna, you know, I'm I'm sure that uh, James Gunn's gonna do it some some way. That James Gunn would do it probably. Right, right, yeah. And so. I think yeah, it'll. And that's why I'm I'm still excited to see this new take. I'm still excited. Yeah. I'm still looking forward to it. But it's still like with the way they laid it out, like, okay, so you're not doing um, a Wonder Woman three. They're also doing uh, an Amazon uh, Amazonian prequel like Themyscira, uh, which is like Game of Thrones inspired, which is like, okay, that's cool. That sounds interesting. Uh, And so that's why there's a possibility for Gal Gadot to come back. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, uh, they also announced the authority from global fame to relative obscurity. Superman legacy will lead directly into the authority, an ensemble movie about superhumans who have a less than idealistic approach to saving the world. Gunn spoke at some length about the authority, a project he said he's really excited to bring to life. The characters come from Wildstorm, which was launched in 1992 as an independent entity under current DC Comics chief, Jim Lee, and ultimately made an imprint of DC. The Wildstorm characters were later folded into the main DC Comics universe when the company rebooted its continuity with the new 52 initiative in 2011. Gunn said he and Safran intend intend to do the same with Wildstorm characters in the DCU. As a comic, The Authority was created by Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch as an ends justify the means superhero team an approach that appealed to Gunn and Safran's desire to diversify the storytelling within the DCU. Mm-hmm. It isn't just a story of heroes and villains, and not every movie and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy, Gunn said. There are people that are very questionable, like the authority, who basically believe that you, can, uh, that you can't fix the world in an easy manner, and they take things into their own hands. Uh, added Saffron, they're kind of like Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men. They know that you want them on the wall, or at least they believe that. Mm-hmm. Gunn said the film is being written now, but he hasn't declined to say who was the screenwriter. And then, of course, we have The Brave and the Bold, which is interesting for a title. I'm hoping that they put Batman, The Brave and the Bold in there. I mean, how can you not put Batman in front of it um, as far as marketing? Along with introducing the DCU's version of Batman, who will exist separately from the version played by Robert Pattinson in the Batman movies, the Brave and the Bold will introduce the Bat family, Gunn said. First among them is Robin, who is returning fully to live-action movies for the first time since 1997's ill-fated feature, Batman and Robin. The version of Robin is Damian Wayne, not Turner Hayes. <laughs> Gunn Gunn described him as, quote, our favorite Robin, a little son of a bitch, an assassin, and a murderer. Damien is Bruce Wayne's biological son, a fact unknown to Wayne for the first eight to ten years of Damien's life. 
It's a very strange sort of father-son story about the two of them, Gunn said. The project is based on the run of Batman comics authored by Grant Morrison, who Gunn said was, quote, exceptionally influential on the DCU. The other comics writer Gunn mentioned by name was Tom King, who participated in the DCU writer's room and leads right into the next feature project, which is Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Based on King's comics run of the same title from 2021 and 2022, Woman of Tomorrow features Superman's cousin, Kara Zarel, who, as Gunn explained, is a very different type of Supergirl. We see the difference between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he's an infant, versus Supergirl, who was raised on a rock chip off of Krypton and watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life. Gunn called this Supergirl much more hardcore, though King's series also involves Crypto, the Superdog. Then next up is Swamp Thing, easily yeah, the most yeah, extreme yeah. example of Gunn and Saffron's conviction to diversify the DCU. Swamp Thing will investigate the dark origins of Swamp Thing, Saffron said, through the prism of horror. By way of explaining further, Gunn referenced the initial reactions to the Guardians of the Galaxy joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe and initial questions about how, how Rocket Raccoon would work standing next to Thor. That mashup quality wound up being one of the highlights of Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, Gunn argued. Gunn said there, quote, one-upping that approach with Swamp Thing. This is a much more horrific film, but we'll still have Swamp Thing interact with the other characters, he added. Mm -hmm. And then as far as television, there's Creature Commandos, this animated series for HBO Max is the very first project greenlit by Saffron and Gunn, who has written every episode. The show is already in production. The Creature Commando characters were first launched in 1980. The premise features Frankenstein's monster teaming up with a werewolf, a vampire, and a gorgon to fight Nazis in World War II. It doesn't appear that Gunn's version takes quite the same approach. Weasel, one of the characters from Gunn's 2021 film, The Suicide Squad, is one of the commandos, along with Rick Flagg's father, Rick Flagg Sr. Animation, Gunn said, allows the creative collaborators to tell stories that are gigantic, but without spending, you know, 50 million an episode. Crucially, Gunn said that the actors cast to voice the characters of the show will also play the roles in live action later on in the DCU. Mm -hmm. The next is Waller, with Gunn focused on Superman Legacy for the foreseeable future. Season two of Peacemaker has been put on hold. Instead, Team Peacemaker will appear alongside Davis as a continuation of that show, Gunn said, which, spoiler alert, for season one of Peacemaker ended with Waller's daughter, Leota Adebayo, Daniel Brooks outing Task Force X, a.k.a. the Suicide Squad, and Waller's role running it to the world. Along with Crystal Henry, who was part of the DCU writer's room, Waller will be executive produced by Jeremy Carver, who created the beloved DC series, Doom Patrol, which, is, which was recently canceled by HBO Max. So yeah, both Creature Commandos and Waller are expected to debut before Superman Legacy. And next up is Lanterns. Of all the TV series, Saffron and Gunn seem most excited for Lanterns, which Saffron described as a huge HBO quality event that is, quote, very much in the vein of True Detective. The show will focus on two of the best known members of the Green Lantern, Lantern Corps, 
Hal Jordan, the test pilot first played on screen by Ryan Reynolds in 2011's Green Lantern and John Stewart, an ex-Marine and one of DC's first black superheroes who investigate a mystery that Safran said, quote, plays a really big role leading us into the main story that we're telling across our film and television. So this is a very important show for us, Safran continued. The project is separate from a Green Lantern series that was being developed by Greg Berlanti for HBO Max, which is now no longer moving forward. So next up is Paradise Lost. This Game of Thrones-ish story, Safran said, is set on the island of Themyscira before the birth of Diana, AKA Wonder Woman. It's really about the political intrigue behind a society of all women. So, and then next up, of course, is Booster Gold. <laughs> Kuya's favorite. What what you were banking on? I mean, damn. oh, I can't, I, I can't fucking wait for Booster Gold. Let's, let's go ahead and hear the synopsis of this like piece of uh, piece of art. James Gunn fucking knew. He knew. Uh, finally, there's Booster Gold, which allows the DCU mm. to fully stretch into outright comedy. While, <sighs> while he may not be familiar to casual fans of DC, the character also known as Mike Carter. I did not know his name was Mike Carter. It's a fan favorite. It's almost as bad as fucking uh, Turner. Uh, I was going to say, you were dissing Turner Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Mike Carter is a fan, a favorite among devoted readers. Saffron called Booster, quote, a loser from the future who uses basic future technology to come back to today and pretend to be a superhero. In the 25th century, Mike is a disgraced former football star who uses a time machine on display in the Metropolis Space Museum. Added gun. Basically, Booster Gold is imposter syndrome as a superhero. So, and everyone's speculating it, he might be played by none other than Chris Pratt. <laughs> but, Almost a perfect casting there, too. Yeah, I mean, easily. I, I can see it. Uh, but it would be cool to see someone else get the role. Because you know, I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. It could be John Cena for all I care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it's fucking like it's 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 the same premise. It's the same. It's the same fucking vein as Peacemaker, as uh, Star Lord, and everything. So, yeah. So I'm excited. It's really interesting that we're getting a broad, we're getting a broad scope of genres. There's pretty much something for everyone. So I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of these things uh, over time. I'm looking forward to, of course, the most exciting, the most exciting thing for me is that Superman movie, uh, but everything else is definitely still very appealing to me because I still want to see all of what they're planning um, because this will be now the other exciting thing, apart, uh, the, the other exciting thing for me about this uh, new venture is that everything will be connected that we like what we've seen with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it looks like they are taking up like it's it was quoted there. It's not your typical good guy versus bad guy all the time. So that I'm looking forward to. I'd still like DC to be to set itself apart from Marvel. Marvel is Marvel. I, I will enjoy that as, as, as how it is. I'd like DC to still make its own mark. So um, it's interesting to see the reactions of people online. Many have uh, their Grace their, Randolph. We're not happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great. Grace Randolph, of course, saying, "I told you, told you, the Snyderverse is dead." <laughs> um, which they say the Snyderverse is dead. They've killed it, and yet 
uh, Shazam. Will you know, they did mention? They, they, um, yeah, they they never again. I'm just saying, or like you know, reading what what James Gunn said. He never mentioned that it was gone. He just said he never right. mentioned anything. Right, and that's and why Saffron's a major producer on that movie too. So yeah, that is true. Yeah, Saffron, so, Saffron was a major producer in the in the Snyder version. So we have Shazam: so the, Fury of the Gods coming out in March, and then we also have um, Aquaman. We have Aquaman, or we have Blue we have, Beetle. Blue Beetle. The Flash first, too. Uh, the the Flash. Sorry, we have Shazam: Fury of the Gods, The Flash in June, Blue Beetle in August, and then Aquaman in December, if I'm not mistaken. When so, is Shazam again? Shazam is in March. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, other than that, um, I'm still pretty damn excited. I mean, I've been a fan of DC long before the Snyderverse. I just happen to love the the, the take that Zack Snyder had. I mean, if everyone knows this for the most part, but if anyone is else is listening or watching for the first time and they're not familiar with us, um, I've always loved the Snyderverse. But I have been a fan of these characters long before the Snyderverse. It just so happened that what Zack Snyder's, uh, what he was building, there was people that got it and there was people that didn't like it. But there's people that absolutely love it. And that's the thing that I'm seeing is the backlash from some of those hardcore fans. And I understand that James Gunn and Peter Safran had, have, and they, they knew this. They, they knew that they were going against the grain by doing something new and, you know, it would have just been nice had they also announced something to unify and to also get the get the support of those fans. But then again, it's it's really a tough situation to be in. Um, but as a DC fan, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to seeing all of these things because it's all fascinating. I am curious to read about the authority um, <laughs> and the. What I also really like is that they 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 did these announcements and they for most of them uh, they announced which comic series and exact titles or runs they were inspired from and yeah. what happened with that well those titles those titles have shot up in sales yep. people were curious, people were interested people were excited so they bought them out and they've shot to the top of Amazon's bestsellers lists which in turn has helped DC Comics. I mean, that's the smart and, way of doing it. And and according to Jim Lee, the, the guy in charge of DC right now, he says that they're going to re do reprints. So, Which is great because yeah. whoever wants to read them and, and read this, I mean, this and, is, we're going back to the original source material anyway. These are inspired yeah. from comic books and it may even expose people to comic, reading comics for the first time. I mean, yeah. that's really cool. Mike? Um, you love the boys, don't you? Yes. Uh, you love uh, Invincible, don't you? I do. I do enjoy it. Um, the Authority is the grandfather of, of, the, of those two wonderful comic books. Oh, yeah. So if, if you guys like, you know, that type of story, or those types of stories, uh, it's, it's going to be amazing. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. Again, the authority is a stretch because it it is a fan favorite. the 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 people are rabid. the The fans of the authority are rabid fans of of the authority. Like when you go to cons and all that stuff, 
you know, you don't you, you like they 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 scoff at all the the fucking people that that play Superman or Thor or Iron Man. Like if if they say if if they say J- uh, Jack Hawksmore, they're gonna be like, oh shit, oh my god, it's, it's awesome. If they see if, if they see Apollo, oh my god, Apollo. If they see Midnighter, oh my god, blah, blah, blah. it's gonna be like these guys are amazing. Their powers, their abilities are are funny. It, it's it's you guys are gonna love it. it it's <laughs> like it, it's a shot in the dark and. Um, James Gunn said that this was his passion project, wasn't it? Is it his pet project or passion project that he really wanted the authority to be? That's what it seems like. That's what it seems okay. like. And, the, and he, it he looked talked, like he, yeah, yeah he talked a lot. Of, you know, he talked a lot of, about it and stuff like that. Because I guess growing up, this was this was the comic book that that gravitated towards him. Um, I don't, I'm glad that the the, the people. That that he he got inspired by, are the the right people in regards to like the the, the writers Tom, Tom King, uh, Alan Moore, fucking um, uh, Grant uh Grant, you know Grant Morris and all that stuff. So like the, the, these guys are are wonderful writers. These guys are the ones that that have championed Superman to be the the best that he can be and all that stuff. You know so. I'm cautiously optimistic about Superman Legacy. Hopefully, it, it's kind of like a derivative of All Star Superman. It's one of one of the, one of the best uh, one of the best written uh, comic books by for Superman. So hopefully, it's it's kind of that awesome. Uh, yeah, cautiously optimistic, man. Uh, I heard James Mangold wants Swamp Thing. He did tweet a picture of Swamp Thing, and that's why yep. the speculation is. And I think he. He was already in talks with James Gunn yep. last. So, Pinhead, you know, you know, you love, you, you know, you love your James Mangold. Yeah. And uh, Swamp Thing is gonna be legit if if he takes the reins. So. Yeah. Let's just hope it's official and not just hearsay. Yeah. I'm hoping. I want that. that I want that official. In writing. First, and then, then I'll yeah, I want it in writing exactly. <laughs> then I'll get excited. Then I'll get excited. Yeah, hopefully they, they they do the green. Uh, like uh, again, like um, they they made Swamp Thing instead of like the the you know like the, the regular oh, he drank some chemicals and then he jumped into the whatever and then he became yes, please don't do song. the West Craven Swamp Thing nope. mentality, please God. What what they're doing? Uh, hopefully, what they're doing is the green, which is basically the the newer version of it, which is uh, there there's a, a power source, you know, like Speed Force, Mike. Mm-hmm. There, there's one that's called the green. Oh yeah, yeah. The green, the green, yeah. The green is like sentient. Like any anybody that that has the power that that can tap into the green is like a, a super powered uh, individual. Um, Swamp Thing is one of them. Poison Ivy is the other. Yeah, I can't remember what animated movie DC animated movie that was. Swamp Thing kept saying the green in that. Yeah, yeah. I just can't remember the exact title, but but yeah, yeah like. That means like anywhere in in the galaxy, anywhere in the universe. If there's any sentient, or if there's any sort of like plants or anything, he can he can tap into that shit. That's why Swamp awesome. Thing right now in the comic books is like a fucking powerhouse. So, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice like with what with what they do. Hopefully, he he gets in in touch with the Justice League Dark, so we get to see um. Uh, Batman, we get to see Zatara, we get to see 
Doctor Fate, we get to see um Constantine. So yeah. that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. I love it. I'm, I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic. Looking forward to it. Um, don't give a shit what what people are tweeting on the on tweets and all that stuff. Mike said, like, oh, did you hear the what Soup said? I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I, I never, I you never paid attention that, to it. You know, I know you're curious. I don't know. What did he say? Was he excited about it? Did he say, let's go? Oh, of course. Of course he did. Superman's his favorite character. He said his diapers are wet. <laughs> oh, God. Get the fuck out of here. He's like his favorite characters. Superman. Yeah. So I was looking up the tweet. Yeah. James Gunn also tweeted, just talk to Jim Lee about everything selling out. But the fine folks at DC Comics will have more coming soon. So, yeah, I want to read The Authority. I want to read Superman, uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Because that, and that was a recent story by Tom King, who yeah, I heard right. is also doing fantastic with Nightwing and um, yep. uh, John Kent, Superboy, uh, Superman. So, yep. and yeah, there, there's a lot of fun things happening right now. Tom King is a fucking genius. And like all the stuff that he's been doing is, is gold. So, um, yeah, I'm excited again that the, the creatives, the people that actually know the comic books, that know the characters are are getting tapped into the into the writing pool. And they're going to be like, hey, so what do you think about this script? What do you think about this? Whatever. Right. So, Good. so that least they have some sort of input. So that like it'll be it'll be consistent. It's not going to be like a you know fucking Taylor Hayes type of you know <laughs> right kind of moment you know what i mean like there's nobody that by that name in any fucking gotham story that i know so right I am, Hayes. I am excited about batman the brave or the brave and the bold um because we are going to get the bat family which has been sidelined yeah um so we're gonna get nightwing we're gonna get red hood we're gonna get batgirl I'm you, fucking, you know i'm so you know fucking who, excited to you see know you know family. who i think would would play the perfect uh damien who Remember that that kid from the Umbrella Academy, number five? I think he's too old now. He's old. You think, you think he's too old now? I think he's old. I mean, he's older. I mean, the size, like size, size wise, I think he's he would be perfect. Yeah, but I think he's much older now. I think the kid from Euphoria would be perfect as Damian Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> the um, what's his name? Ah, uh, shit. Sigh. As long as they're ruthless, man. Damien cool. is fucking ruthless. That's why. And, and that, that, that's why number number five in the Imperial Academy was fucking ruthless as a kid. Like he was like a I fucking know, like he's, he's he like was a, a monster now. He's like older, so it's gonna be like twenty years old now. Yeah. What they, they can't put they, they can't portray like little teenagers. Isn't that what they did back in the day? Back in the day in Hollywood. Yeah, but I'd rather see, I'd rather see a legit teenager. You know what I mean? In the role. No, because they're gonna be there's gonna be some angst in that motherfucker. We don't want to. <laughs> we don't want that kind well, of shit. You gotta have some. You gotta have some of that. No, <laughs> Damien doesn't have angst. Damien has anger. That's not angst. So then, why are you worried about teen angst? If he doesn't. Yeah, but, no, the actor that's gonna portray the role is gonna have angst because he's a teenager. So fuck that guy. <laughs> 
So like we we needed a grown ass adult to fucking play Damien as I a teenager. Hope, so I, I sure hope he always calls Batman father. Like I always like that. What do you I, I I would father. love it like father. Like you yeah. know like 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 no 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 sense of love. Just no. like, just like father. Father. Yeah. And father. and the thing that excites me about this is it perfectly sets this new Batman apart from all the Batmans we've seen before, even Batman, because now we have Batman with his son, who's a fucking murderer. <laughs> so, and, and like, he has to rein him back. And I'm like, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. I want to see, I want to see a diff- another take. I, I, I want, I, and that's yeah, the I big want. question. Who are you going to cast as Batman? So they were saying that since this is Batman with Damian Wayne and now Nightwing is much older, Batman, they're saying around mid 40s Batman should be played by around mid 40s portrayed, mid 40s actor. So that'll put, and then Superman and, and Superman Legacy will be about 25. So Superman's going to be much younger. Superman's going to be half Batman. So, so basically, Batfleck and fucking uh, uh, Henry Cavill, then that kind of age crap. <laughs> I mean, you said it yourself. You I'm said just... it yourself. So you know, I'm just I'm just I'm, asking that as you know, kind of a question because you know, night night it was a good casting, you know. Hey, you know. Yeah, I can't I can't wait for Batfleck to be like you know, no, you can't kill people. Really, Dad, you fucking like murdered like you know like ten thousand. But that was like a long time ago. That would have been a good banter. See? So a long time ago, there is word that Ben Affleck is in talks with James Gunn and Peter Safran. To direct a DC movie, James Gunn has said that that he they want to work with Ben Affleck. They're saying that this could be the one that Ben Affleck directs, which would be cool. So, so, so we get we get to see fucking uh, Slade. Then that's gonna be awesome because that's the story, right? That's the story uh, that uh, Ben Affleck had was like the the one with Slade. Yes, with, but uh, not, but not for the Brave and the Bold. Uh, it it could be that. Dude, nah, it could be. It, it it'll be. be. It could be. It I could be I, am, I am excited to see who they'll cast as Batman. Who they cast? Yeah, you, can't, you can't protect your Robins. You can't the protect Bat your family. Robins, Batman. Um, I'd like to see a young uh, whoever they're gonna cast as Talia Al Ghul. Um, oh, yeah. And Race or Raz Al Ghul hey, or Race. Uh, Anna the Armas could make a good Talia. Oh shit! She would. Yeah. She would. After seeing Blonde, like she can play whatever she wants. I'm I'm curious to see who we're gonna see as uh, Superman and Lois Lane. Uh, huh? That that's gonna be important. Whoever they're gonna cast as as Superman, Clark Kent, and Lois Lane. Um, so twenty five year old. We do we know any good actors that are twenty five year old? Ish. Mm-hmm. No. I I still think Henry Cavill could play a twenty five year old. But that's just me. So, let's see. Right, right, Pinhead. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm just know it's never gonna happen. But hey, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Rotten it, bastards. Sydney. It, it, it's a Sydney Sweeney. Famous yeah, I'm, for Euphoria is 25 yeah. years old. Yeah, there, there's no fucking way Superman's gonna be portrayed by an actor named Sydney. So. No, no, I'm talking about Lois Lane. Rose. Sydney Sweeney oh. is a is a female. Oh, uh, I, I thought that was like Superman. I'm like, <laughs> no. Um, and, 
Sydney, Sydney, Sydney Sweeney. Um, which by the way, yeah. So as far, you have anything to add, Pinhead, as far as the DC announcements, or you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting because I love DC, but we'll see what happens. I can't say anything, but we'll see what happens because. I'm tapering my expectations very low now. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, yeah. I, if I get excited, it's going to crumble into the ground like it did last time. It means we won't get Justice League for 15 or 20 more years now. So I'll wait. Which I guess is a smart play also since we just got the Snyder Cut. So yeah. at least they'll give it some time. Um, so I, I get, I get that. I think the only thing I'm interested in is Batman Brave and the Bold. Something. I, I'm intrigued by Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and the Green Lantern shit. Otherwise, I don't. That's a very violent uh, comic book, by the way. The, the, super, uh, the super Supergirl, Girl. Woman of Tomorrow. Yeah. I'll have to order it then. because Yeah, whenever it, it's available again, whenever it's in yeah. stock. Because they, yeah. They're like, print more, print more, reprint. Yeah, he's uh, like, yeah. Tom King is doing a great job right now for DC. So he's. Yeah, it's and it's fascinating that he has his uh, pulse on like several characters too. Oh, Mike, did you know that Superman has a new uh, superpower ability now? No, I didn't know that. Um. In in the recent comic book, uh, he um, he got banished away by Lex Luthor uh-huh. to like a faraway galaxy. Yeah, and then within an instant, he fucking came back. Oh right, right. Okay, I remember reading about it now. Yeah, he, he created he created his, his own wormhole to go back. Hmm. Interesting. And and he's like because of the the stuff that I did in outer space. Uh, I I understand my my body and my and and how my mind works. So my like the his mental capacity and his physical capacity are better than ever. And and Superman right now is fucking like overpowered. So now now he's is he an Omega up. level mutant? Uh, he's, <laughs> he will fucking piss on all of those Omega level mutants guys easily. Easily. Yeah. Which, um, speaking of Lex Luthor, I'm also interested to see who they'll cast as Lex Luthor. Um, we don't. Hoping... We don't need. Right, we don't need it right now, because well, again, let, let's let's pick somebody else from the Rose Gallery, because well, he doesn't have to be the main villain. I just want to see Lex Luthor introduced in that movie. I, I know, but the the, the, pro- the the problem is if we introduce him, then everybody's going to expect him to be the bad guy in no, the next movie. I just want him like in the him. background. I wanted to I, have an interaction with Superman. He doesn't have to be the main villain. He wants um, him like Joker was in the Batman. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There you go. There you go. What you want? You want Barry Kill to be fucking? No. What you want? I want Lex Luthor to appear in that Superman movie. Because if we're we're getting being introduced to new Superman, Lois Lane, I mean, it just makes sense. We're gonna see Metropolis and all that, all that stuff. Why not? It is called Legacy. So I mean, yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. They need to introduce new new enemies for soups. So and they, and they can. I just want them to be in the background. 
Who do you think is going to be the main villain for the first one, Mike? You have an idea? No idea. Yeah. No idea. Right. That's probably going to be in the third movie. Um, I'm thinking if it's going to be somebody, it might be Parasite. Uh, if it, if they're going to introduce uh, Lex Luthor, it could be Metallo. Hell no. So. Metallo. Metallo. Yeah, I mean, we we gotta you gotta do the kryptonite shit, which it doesn't work anymore. Like even in the comic books, Metallo goes like this with the with the you know the, the whatever, and you you know what Superman did? He punched him right in the chest. Hey, like fuck <laughs> you, get the fuck out. <laughs> so, so I'm like, so what's the point? What's the point of Metallo then? I mean, it's, I don't know. Um, I'm happy. Also, Nightwing is the number one uh, superhero in the in the in the DC universe now. He's the leader of the the only super team uh, available on planet Earth, which is the Titans, because the Justice League uh, kind of sort of disbanded for the meantime because they've been together for so long. You know what I mean? So, so I'm just happy that. Uh, that Grayson is finding getting his shine, you know. Kudos to him. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm excited, bro. I'm, I, I'm, I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. He, even that, uh, that cartoon stuff that he, he's gonna do with the uh, Frankenstein and the creature commandos and stuff like that. That might be fun. It might be like one of those, one of them sleeper hits, you know. Yeah, because there was a. I, I'm trying to remember what DC animated movie that was where they had the Sergeant Rock uh, yeah. bonus short film. And that was basically like in Transylvania or World War II. They were fighting off, like they used monsters to fight off Nazis. And I thought that was a brilliant uh, uh, concept with the Sergeant Rock. So now they're doing it as a series. So, yeah. But yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, I do want to recommend the White Lotus Pinhead. Check it out. It's seven episodes. Um, you basically have uh, an all-star cast. Head to a resort and unleash their worst, most privileged impulses. The, the series is a sharp social satire following the exploits of various guests and employees of the fictional White Lotus Resort uh, chain whose stay becomes affected by their various dysfunctions. It's basically a week, seven episodes. It's it's a week. Um, it takes place within a week. And then you've got uh, Jennifer Coolidge, who I understand just won. Uh, was it a Golden Globe or a recent or Emmy yeah. uh, for season two? And then Murray Bartlett, who plays Frank in The Last of Us, is the resort manager. He, he was fantastic in The White Lotus. Um, you also have Alexandra Daddario. Yeah, I heard mm. she's in there. Yes. Uh, mm. Sydney Sweeney, Jake Lacey, uh, Steve Zahn. Uh, let's see. I just don't like him. That's the only reason why I haven't watched it. Oh, Steve Zahn? Yeah, I hate Steve Zahn. Oh, okay. Uh, Mon- I've heard everybody rave about how good it is. Yeah. Wait, so th- this is like Fantasy Island then? Uh... Sure, I don't know. I've I've never seen Final like. Remember Ricardo Montalban, fucking the, the little short dude. The plan, boss. The plan. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember the yeah how they look. Um, 
I mean, right. check it out. It's fascinating. It makes yeah, me, I'll have to watch it. It makes me want to go to Hawaii though and spend like. Is, a- is it is it on Netflix or is it on Hulu? On HBO, HBO Max. HBO. Oh, okay. HBO Max. Okay. So I easily binge the the show. It's seven episodes for season one. I'm now on to season two. Yeah, if I can tear uh, myself away from Clone Wars, I'll get on. Hey, do it's, it's, it's Alessandra the the Daria though. So I'm just like, as soon as you said it, I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, she was she was great. <laughs> so hmm. interesting. Yep. She was my favorite in uh Percy Percy Jackson. <laughs> which they are now um there's a new there's is now a series on Disney Plus. So that's yeah, which uh, I'm not gonna watch because she's not there. So <laughs> <laughs> alrighty, that's that's all I have. Um so you guys good? Yeah, I don't got anything else. All righty. Well, cool. It's been fun. Another fun episode. Yeah. We hope anyone listening or watching enjoyed. Uh, So we do want to thank everyone who's been listening and watching. Uh, The last two episodes that we've had this year so far have done really well. Um, So I was impressed. So I'm like, hey, people are liking it. That's cool. So, but yeah, thank you guys. Uh, we've got more Last of Us coming up. And we got right. the Super Bowl, which will feature, um, if I'm not mistaken, 11 different uh, TV spots, $7 million a piece. I guess a 30-second ad for the Super Bowl is $7 million. Um, Maybe we'll get a Fast 10 trailer. Actually, that Fast 10 trailer is dropping soon. Um, oh, <laughs> family yep family they, in space they heard you yeah yeah the fast and the furious trailer because they've been hyping up the pre uh, all the movies let's see trailer drops on february 10 so this friday oh, getting that trailer for fast 10 um but i know we are going to get a tv spot the first tv spot for warner brothers uh, in the Super Bowl for years, they don't really advertise any of their movies in the Super Bowl, but they are advertising this movie called The Flash. So it's which is really interesting. They're putting all their chips in for that one. So I'm really curious to see that movie in June. It'd be like this. Hi, um, my name is Ezra Miller, and I don't have thirty. I choke bitches. <laughs> I, I, I I have thirty seconds to say this. I want to apologize for choking bitches and kidnapping bitches. Go watch the Flash. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I, I would I'd be all for that if they said, if they said that. I don't know. That would be funny. We'll see. Um, I'm curious to see all the TV spots that are that they're gonna release for the Super Bowl. Thirty seconds, seven million dollars. That's uh, that's a lot of money for a very short time. Yeah, it's gonna be a boring ass uh, fucking game, anyways. <laughs> I'm not so, gonna watch it. I know because you're still bitter, but <laughs> fuck yeah, dude! Like we didn't, we didn't even have a chance because both our quarterbacks fucking got crushed. So they both got injured. It's the name again. I know. I'm 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 mad because like you know like the, there's the constant what if you know whatever now in in my head, but like I whatever it's. Can't wait for Rihanna to uh, pop a titty. Oh, oh my god! 
Oh boy. We'll we'll see what happens. Forgot that bitch was doing the halftime show. Yep, yep. she is. Yeah. And you're gonna be hearing her voice. I'm really saying like this. <laughs> oh god. Can't right. wait. It's a good time to end the show. Yeah, yep. after that, good. yes. Have a good night.